This episode of Off My Shelf contains coarse language and adult conversation. Listener discretion is advised. My name is Tracy James and welcome to Off My Shelf, a podcast about movies that are well off my shelf where we go through my DVDs and talk about the movies in my collection. In this episode, Sean Archer joins me to talk about two films that I think have nothing in common with Lucky Number Slevin and Mad Max Beyond Thunderdome. Welcome. Thanks for having me back. Thank you for and coming on. Just as you said that, I thought of a uh, similarity. What? What is the similarity? Both, both movies have horses in them. That's oh. all I can think of. Yeah. Wait. Oh, yes, it does. The, yes. Yep. Wait, when that wasn't s- a horse. was not a donkey. No, when they send Mel Gibson to the gulag, which I don't understand why it's called that. Um, yeah. He, which, he's put on a horse. Is that a, I thought that was a donkey. Why did oh, I was it? Was oh, man, I thought it was a horse. Uh, but I, I, I guess uh, bipedal equestrian Pack animals? animals? They both have pack animals. <laughs> oh, I guess okay. horses and pack animals. <laughs> okay, nothing in common. <laughs> nothing in common. Uh, I mean, both of them have a lot of death. I guess yeah. that counts. Yeah. yeah. Oh, there's there's technically no cages in Lucky Number Seven, but well, there, for a Mad Max are... movie, not enough death. I, I don't know why they went the RoboCop three route and made it PG. They, they wanted to make more money. That's usually what happens. Actually, as I was watching it, I'm like, this is just like RoboCop three, <laughs> <laughs> and this is why it sucks. I cannot tell you the last time I watched RoboCop three, and that's probably because of that reason. I have definitely watched one and two many more times. Oh, hundred, yeah. Uh, last time I watched it, OCP is um, trying to turn the slums into mega mega condos for the rich. Yeah. And then so RoboCop gets kicked off the force, I think. I haven't seen it in a while, so I could be make, getting things mixed up. But then he finds a bunch of homeless kids. And so it's RoboCop and the homeless kids battling OCP. <laughs> Seriously? Yeah. Oh, that, oh my God. And they, kill his, par- and they kill his partner. And they kill his partner. Why? She was awesome. Really? Oh, yeah. Awesome. Anyways. I did like her. She was really good. I don't awesome. remember her in anything else besides RoboCop. Nah, I do, I'd have to look her up. I think she's one of those people that uh, was probably like a secondary or tertiary character in like 800 things, but mm-hmm. you wouldn't recognize it because her hair wasn't so big or something. That's oh, it. yeah. Well, she had short hair in RoboCop, right? So um, uh, uh, I bet if you saw her with long hair or even shorter hair, she looks different. Yeah. That's usually what happens, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Well, I hope she's doing great. That's all I yeah. got to say. I, I love talking about RoboCop. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Uh, that's what we're here for, right? RoboCop? Is that what yeah, it is? that's, that's mm-hmm. what I watch. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I don't know where you want to start first with this, with Lucky Number 7 or Mad Max, because I think there's going to be a lot of yelling with Mad Max. But I have, despite having very few notes, I have things to say about Lucky Number 7. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah, where do you want to start? <laughs> I, I like Lucky Number Eleven. I did not like Thunderdome. Oh, okay. So we're technically on the same page with these two things. Okay, that's yeah. fine then. Yes. But when we get to the other Mad Maxes, that's when we'll argue. Mm-hmm. Okay, let's just start with Lucky Number Eleven. Okay. I just want to say this is a very underrated, underappreciated movie that nobody talks about, that very few people I know have seen, and they should get on this bandwagon and enjoy the ride and have a good time with it. Yeah. Um, I, I've always liked this movie. I saw it in theaters and I, I was thinking I, I'd only, I'd only see it in theaters, but I remembered way too much of the movie to have only seen it once. 
like I, I was I was spitting out like quotes and stuff like in, in my head or and I, I remember the twist immediately once I saw Bruce Willis in the wheelchair. I was like, oh yeah, this is what happens. And so I must have seen this movie many, many times. Yeah. I, I, I really enjoy I really, really enjoyed it. I definitely watched this movie quite a few times. I haven't yeah. watched it in a while, but but yeah, I sit, I every time I sit down and watch it, I just have a good time with it and enjoy it. Um and it's one of those movies that is kind of what I like to call complicated for the sake of being complicated because mm-hmm. they, they definitely don't have to go through all of this to do what they do, nope. but <laughs> it makes it, you have like such great characters, a great setup, a great follow through and a great uh, ending. Awesome cast. Like, it's such a great cast too. Yeah. Um, who, who's in there? We got um, Bruce Willis, Josh Hartnett, uh, Morgan Freeman, um, Ben Kingsley, Lucy Liu, uh, that bald dude who's in a bunch of stuff. Uh, uh, Corey Stoles. Corey Stoles. Yep. Um, Stanley Tucci. The Tucci. Um, oh, the guy. Oh, the guy who likes to tell the stories. Um. Um. Oh, oh uh, Sir Ben Kingsley. No, I already said Ben Kingsley. Oh, did you? Oh, ben my God. Tell um, the stories. Which character? No, he just calls in. He calls Stanley Tucci at the end. When he tells him the origin of Slevin. Oh, I was so happy when he showed up. Yeah. Uh, uh, Robert Forrester. Robert Forrester. From, from, he's uh, so good. From, uh, from Jackie Brown. And he's, yeah. If you watch, if you ever watched uh, Breaking Bad, he's in it. And mm-hmm. He was a big 70s, 80s guy. Yeah. yeah. He's got like a great voice for just oh. like storytelling and just like, just like, like, cause it's, it's all exposition, his thing. And it's like 10 minutes long and he's just talking the whole time awesome. <laughs> and he's so good at it. <laughs> yeah. Um, I was really sad when he passed away. His last film was El Camino, the Breaking Bad movie. Yeah. He, I don't know if you ever seen Breaking Bad, but he plays, he plays a vacuum salesman who's good at disappearing criminals. Like, uh, sorry, not oh. disappearing. Um, oh yeah. Yeah. He, he, he makes, he puts them in like Antarctica, or sorry, Alaska, Alaska or, mm-hmm. you know, so they can hide and get away from crime. Well, I've definitely watched Breaking Bad, but I did not watch El Camino. Okay, uh, he he's in he's in Breaking Bad. Is he? Wait, Doesn't is he, he in the he, first two seasons? No, he's in the last season. He's the one who sends um uh oh my god, what's his name? Who who's the main dude? Walter White. Thank you. He sends Walter White to Alaska or Canada. I don't know what. Really? Yeah, I don't remember him. that at all. Yep. Huh. All right, I gotta yeah, go back and watch that. Remember, he's got all these rules, and he needs the exact amount of money. And uh, anyways, it, it, he's such a great actor. He is a great actor. He's he's I find he's also one of those people that um, kind of like Gary Oldman, where they're so good that when you see them, you know who they are. But also you always forget they're in things because they're so good as the character. Yeah. And you're like, no, that's just a random dude who played that guy. <laughs> that guy was really good. Yeah. And it's just like, yeah. Yeah. And uh, there was one actor in I, I wonder if you'll get this. I don't know the actor's name. I've only I only know him from one other, one other thing. He's in Die Hard Three. Do you know who I'm talking about? Yeah, the guy in the truck. The, okay, the, yeah, 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 yeah. The the bomb disposal. The guy. bomb disposal okay. guy. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. When I saw him, I got so happy. <laughs> yeah, there's a there's a few people in this movie that were also in Die Hard. Oh, who else? It was oh his him and one other person I noticed in there, and I was like, oh, that guy's also in Die Hard. I should have written it. Did I write it down? I may have written it down. Yeah, I actually made notes for this too. <laughs> Did not make notes. Yeah, I don't usually make notes, but um, I, I which Die Hard. Okay, I did not write it down. <laughs> I oh, really should have. Do you know who we're also forgetting? Bubba <laughs> from Forrest Gump. Oh, was he the guy who played Slow? 
Yes, yeah, with the fake teeth. I mean, with the you know, the, I think I think they're fake teeth. I must. I think so. Yeah. Um. No, I did not uh, recognize him. But as soon as you said that, I was like, oh, it would have been that guy. I, I was um, sad. The um the Jewish hit, uh, I wouldn't call it hitmen, but the Jewish thugs and then the um uh, uh Morgan Freeman thugs. Mm-hmm. They weren't in the movie enough. I, I was enjoying them. Yeah, but the the Morgan Freeman thugs. So slow and Elvis are yeah. the Morgan Freeman thugs. They were in it more than the Jewish guys. Yeah. But I was also kind of like, you should have had at least the Jewish guys in the same amount as the black guys. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I mean? I, I wanted to learn more about the the guy who's mute and felt bad for punching um, uh, Josh Hartnett. <laughs> <laughs> I want to know more about him. <laughs> it was so funny. He's yeah, like. He's like he says he's sorry for punching you. <laughs> it's like, what? Can he talk? No. And I thought they would come back later and he, he would talk or something, but nope. Yeah. Yeah, they died so quickly. I, I wonder if something was cut from the movie with, with them. Or... I wouldn't be surprised, but it was probably cut due to pacing. Because then, because like up until that point, like it was very quick and you're, it's all set up and it's back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. Yeah. And I think if they put in another scene with that guy, it would be like, it'd have to be at least like three segments of back and forth. It'd be like getting him, taking him somewhere, doing something and taking him back. And mm-hmm. that, that would be an extra 15 minutes of like, I, I think they believed it would have been too much. And I understand why. Yeah. 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 But I love how quick this movie is. Like it's fast. Yeah. Bam, bam, bam. <laughs> mm-hmm. And it's like 95% dialogue. Like I, I want to, I should, should have looked up the script. Like this script, even though this movie is just, it's just about two hours. Mm-hmm. Um, I swear it's like four hours worth of dialogue in this movie. Oh, and, and it's seven hours of, of cultural references or, <laughs> or, or naming other movies. Like, yes. like this, this is a Tarantino effect of, uh, of, of movies from, is this an, is this nineties, early two thousands? Uh, early 2000, 2006. Yeah. It's like a lot of movies tried to be like Tarantino and, you know, just let's let's put in talk of James Bond for no reason. Or yeah. uh, what are some of the other movies they, re- they referenced Columbo at yes. one point? Mm-hmm. Like, I, I loved it. <laughs> yeah. But isn't that kind of how people talk now, though? Yeah, like, it's true. yeah, we always make references to other things all the time. I, I guess, yeah. you know, meme culture has done that. Um, it's yep, very it's true. Kind of weird. Um, but I one thing I like about this movie, I find it's a combination of like the it's Wes Anderson meets uh Tarantino if you know mm-hmm. what I mean because the visual style of this movie is so specific oh yeah and filled with patterns the hallways the ha- uh, everything were so cool looking <laughs> yes yeah. yeah and the thing when you think about it you're like oh let's put paisley and futuristic black gradient black and white stripes together like that doesn't what what are you doing with this space and then yeah. you see it on the screen and you're just like that is amazing yeah the, Why the, is set, the sets were awesome uh yeah. my one quibble is the airport set they, really? they were they were lazy there they, they just found like a, a warehouse put up some walls and, and blue chairs if you look at it it, I mean- it it is not look like an airport no, it does. I actually always thought it was like a bus station or a train thing, but then they're just like, no, it's the airport. I'm like, it is? Yeah. yeah. Um, but it's, it's is- definitely like a travel depot of some sort. I yeah. will give them that. Like, I, Anyways, I, I just was like, yeah, this is a bad airport. But, <laughs> but, but yeah, generally I like the sets and the decor and uh, the, the art design of it. it mm-hmm. it's, it's beautiful. I actually also liked the costume design, even though it wasn't like crazy or whatever. Yeah. Each character had a very specific look for their costumes mm-hmm. because like down from 
the way Lucy Liu's outfits were, she was always like kind of like wispy and flowy kind of things. Josh Hartnett mm-hmm. was sweater vest, which I know is weird, <laughs> but I love a good sweater vest. I know. I, I normally I wouldn't <laughs> like it, but like in a Christmas movie, sure. But yeah. <laughs> but here, for some reason, it works. I, I don't know. Josh Hartnett is rocking everything he's, he's wearing. And I mean, he, I'm not usually a fan of his, and he's so good in this. He spends 20 minutes in a towel. You have to, <laughs> you have to remember this. Yeah. <laughs> you you get uh, uh, almost naked Josh Hartnett. I get yeah. delightful Lucy Liu. Like mm-hmm. I, I remember when I saw this when I was like, so I was around 20. I definitely had a crush on her. <laughs> Um, yeah, she's beautiful. She's so good in this movie. She she is. I actually think everybody's really good, and it all it makes me think. I'm like, why did Josh Hartnett kind of disappear for like a couple of years, like at the top of his thing? Yeah. But then he went and did like a bunch of TV stuff, mm-hmm. and like I know he did a couple of bad movies, but not enough to just like, oh, I'm gonna be relegated to you know Peaky Blinders and stuff like television, which Wait, I he, thought was he, odd. He's in Peaky Blinders. Uh, was it wasn't it Piggy Blinders? Oh no, it's not Piggy Blinders. It's no, the no, other you're, one. you're thinking it's, of the um, horror show. Um, yes, he, uh, he plays a cowboy who's a mortal. Yeah. Oh, God. oh no, no, sorry, sorry, he's a werewolf. I think. What is that? Uh, oh, uh, 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 it's Penny Dreadful. Penny Dreadful. Yes. Sorry. Yeah. I, I like season one. I never continued. I, I just just too much stuff to watch. I haven't watched any of it. I really yeah. should. Uh, it's it is on my list of things to watch. I don't know when I'll get to watch it because as I keep saying, like people always bring up stuff in here. I'm like, oh, it's on my list. And that mm-hmm. list just keeps getting longer. Yeah, I, yeah. Like, my, my list of 200 things. <laughs> <laughs> and here's 2003, 2004. Yeah. There's certain you shows know. like like I'm probably going to watch Stranger Things this weekend and mm-hmm. obviously Obi-Wan Kenobi. Yes. But like certain shows go straight to the pack. Oh, sorry, yes. sorry, 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 sorry. The, 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 the top. top of the list. Yeah. Yeah, but but then yeah, it's just my, then my list just keeps growing and growing. And it, yeah, any show that I think is going to get spoiled really quickly goes to the top of the list. Yeah, so things or, or a show I think people at the office will talk about. We've already all agreed to like by Monday at least have watched two or three episodes of Stranger Things. Yeah, <laughs> so we can I talk mean, about it. That makes sense. That makes sense. Um, yeah, we were talking before we we started recording that um, this weekend alone we have to watch a couple of. I gotta watch what three shows I think this weekend. Yeah. Um, I probably won't because I don't I hate binge watching. Like it still drives me crazy. I can't do well, more than, like, I'll bounce. I mean, I'll watch the two show. Show episodes and I'll probably watch, yeah, at least two episodes of Stranger Things. But did they release all of Obi-Wan at, at once? No, it's gonna be it's two this it, it's a six uh, part miniseries and there's two today. So I, I don't know if it's gonna be one a week or two oh. for the it'll, it'll probably be one a week after this. Okay, so then I can catch up with that. That should be fine. I could do yeah. that. And I think they released all of Stranger Things at the same time, though. Uh, they did what uh, what Netflix did with Ozarks. Um, oh. I mean, it, it is Netflix, but um, uh, the first half of the season is now. And then I think they're releasing two or three episodes in July. Oh, yes. I heard about this because apparently and the last be like like, an hour three long. episodes are... No, apparently the last episode was like two hours long. It's like a okay. movie. And yeah. then there's two episodes that are over an hour. And Th- yeah. this, this is one of the most expensive shows ever made um, because each episode is like 30 or $40 million dollars. Each so episode, they put a lot of money into this. They all oh, people were bitching when Game of Thrones was 10 million an episode. Oh my god, yeah. I hope they don't screw it up. I really hope not. Like, <laughs> talk about a show that screws it up, right? Game of Thrones. Oh my god, I, they had they had everything going for them, and then yeah. they, just, they just dropped <laughs> they, they every single ball. Pardon my know. French. <laughs> <laughs> They did. They really did. Yeah. And uh, yeah. What, what a big disappointment. 
It was such a big disappointment. It's this, it was like, it was like suddenly everybody forgot what they were, were writing and how everything was done before. And it was very clear that they were like, look, the actors want out. We're spending too much money. Just mm-hmm. hurry up and do things. We're just going to cut a bunch of timelines. And the problem with that is like everything before was very good at setting up time between things. So yeah. like, no, going from this city to this city isn't like now where it's like, it's hop in the car, it's half an hour. No, this city to this city is like a week and a half, you know, 35 people, you're getting stuck in mud, people are dying on the side of the road, all this kind of stuff is happening. Mm-hmm. And you're just like, oh, there's a passage in time. Whereas like the later episodes are just like, oh, do they have teleportation devices like they were there in like 10 minutes like i don't yeah. i don't understand what's happening here yeah and also make- some of the characters just seemed really different or they would say things that didn't make any sense like the biggest one was when cersei says um the walls of the city have never fallen and i'm like but isn't that how the show started like they were <laughs> breached and you know baratheon took over like that was like the whole start of the show like mm-hmm. you can't say that <laughs> So it was stuff yeah. like that that just drove people who were fans crazy. Also, her turn to the dark side was was not warrant. Like it was not um, what's the word I'm looking for? Like it was too it was too quick. Cersei's turn to the dark side. No, from... uh, uh, sorry, um, Daenerys. Oh yeah, Daenerys was just like snap fingers. I'm evil yeah. now. You're just like, yeah, no, my translator's like... dead. I'm gonna burn this city down. Yeah, <laughs> it was just it was kind of yeah, it was stuff like that that just didn't make any sense. It was just yeah. yeah. Anyways, lucky number seven. That is something good. <laughs> yes, something very good. Um, also, like Josh's character, uh, his name is Slovin Calevra, mm-hmm. or uh, what was the kid's name? What was his real name? Ooh, I don't. I don't remember. That is a good question. Um, I don't remember. Is it Max? It was Max, right? Sure. <laughs> I don't remember. Max. I don't remember. Oh no, it was Henry. It was Henry. It was Henry. Okay. It was Henry. Um, Henry's his real name. Uh, yeah, he gets punched in the face so many times in this movie. Mm-hmm. I'm surprised he still has a nose. <laughs> and yeah, the makeup is just a little bit, of, a little bit of blood on either side <laughs> of this. The whole time. <laughs> yeah. I'm, wait, his nose is broken. What three times? No. Uh, three or four times. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. that's about right. Yeah. Yeah, that pretty face wouldn't be so pretty. No. Oh my god. Like his whole face would be like purple. Yeah, you know, Lucy Lou's just like, oh, get away from me! Ooh, I'm gonna, I'm just gonna go. You keep your sugar. I'm, I'm over all of this. Yeah, I'm fine. yes. So, uh, so she was, she seemed to be friends with with Nick, the guy who gets you know killed in the airport at the beginning. Um, yes, or you know, like for the the Kansas City shuffle. Um, you know, they need a body, but um, she didn't seem that hard that 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 shook up that he's dead. Or does she know he's dead? Uh, I don't know. Yeah, because you, you don't see the scene where he tells her what's going on. Like, like, like he's like, I got something to tell you. And then- yeah, so like, I think <clears throat> I think he tells her the high level of the story. Like, look, I'm not really like, this is a sting. These people killed my parents. We're killing yeah. him. He's actually a murderer. And you took his victory. He might come and kill you. Like, I think that's what he told her. I don't think yeah. he was like, hey, by the way, my friend murdered your friend. I, I or yeah, my, my hitman stepdaddy <laughs> murdered, <laughs> murdered your friend, and I was cool with it. <laughs> yeah, you know, well, she's throwing away her entire life as a, I guess, the only coroner in New York City, because mm-hmm. um, everybody seems to come to her. Um, well, I guess 
isn't coroners and stuff like that the same as like police stations? So they have like a district or like an area. So maybe that was just like in her area. I would guess, you know, a city of 10 million. I don't know what it is, but I don't know. There's a bunch of people there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, there's gonna be there's gonna be more than one Lucy Lou looking after everybody. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm gonna say this. There's at least 12 people in New York. Yes, done. That is that is not incorrect. <laughs> <laughs> if there's only 12, then I, I get her being the one corner. Exactly. Yeah. Um, but uh, but yeah, uh, she's obviously good at her job. Mm-hmm. And I honestly think this movie is the reason why she got to play Joan Watson on Elementary. Oh. Sorry, the last couple episodes, because I've been watching it for yeah, no I've never reason in particular. I, I really enjoy the show, by the way. The yeah. the friendship between like um, Sherlock and her on the show is mm-hmm. fascinating. And it's so well written and it's so yeah. well done. Went from like animosity to like like legitimate friendship and caring and all that kind of stuff. And there's never a will they, won't they kind of thing. And there's they never ruin it being like, oh, you know, there was an accident and we're not going to talk about it anymore. No, mm-hmm. there's never that kind of thing in there, which I love about it. They're just friends. They're just friends. And it's Good. very clear they're just friends without being like, we're just friends. Don't ask us what we're doing. Like, it's not, you know, that kind of thing. It's just they're clearly friends. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but her character in this movie, Lindsay, is like Joan Watson is like an ex um, surgeon in the show. And in yeah. this, she's a, a coroner. And she does the same thing here as she does in that show. And I think liter- legitimately, this is why she got that show. Mm-hmm. Okay. Right. Yeah. yeah, I've never seen it. I-, I was shocked how many episodes there were of it. I looked it up uh, when I was watching. Like, I'm like, oh, what's what's she been up to? Mm-hmm. It was like 150 something. Episodes. I well, crap. I think the show was on until 2017. <clears throat> yeah. 2018 it, or something. Was it like 20 episodes a season? Like, holy crap. It would be something like yeah. that. They still do that even in our streaming culture mm-hmm. where everything's like 10 episodes a season and then you have to wait like four years for the next season and it drives me nuts. Yeah. I, I, I hate that there's a set amount of, like, I know you have to do it for budgets and stuff, but it, it just leads to filler. If there's no commercials, why does it have to be exactly 10 hours long? Or why does it just just write a good show and then, you know, see how many it becomes? Well, I don't I know. Mean, like, especially I Netflix. It. There's so much filler in a lot of their shows. I get it. Yeah. I Yeah. I don't know. I don't know if I find there's a lot of filler in their shows. I think now, like with Netflix, if you try to do like the old way, that's like 20, 25 episodes a season. Yes, yeah. that would fail horribly. Mm-hmm. But I, no, I actually think they they do a good job with keeping each episode interesting and exciting, and new things happen. And there's some there's some sort of development in every episode. Okay, I th- from the shows I've watched at least. Yeah, I've definitely I watched so. some, and I I can't think of an example right now. I wish I could, but I know I'm like, oh come on, oh oh, uh, uh, the Marvel when Netflix is making the Marvel shows. Those ones had so much filler in them. I don't know. The only one I managed to watch was Daredevil. Everything else just drove me nuts. I couldn't watch oh, any of them. I watched uh, Luke Cage and I watched um, I watched season one of Jessica Jones because David Tennant was in it. You know, Is there Who. only one season of that? I think there was two. I, Could be wrong. I, found it, I just found it all boring. Like I just I, found them. I, I, I love mean, Jessica Jones. It was fun. I don't. I, oh, but no. again, there was filler. There's all these B plots with her neighbors. I'm like, who cares? Let's get to the main story. Like. <laughs> 
none of this matters. And then, oh, shocking, they all ended up dead. I'm like, oh, yeah, of course this play is going to end. Like, well, that's why they introduce. That's but that's why they have to introduce them early on, so you understand her pain when they all end up dead. Nobody cared. Because <laughs> no, but the thing is, if later on, all of a sudden she's like, "I'm so sad, my neighbors are dead," and you're just like, "Who the fuck are they?" It's but much she, more. They didn't even need the neighbors. I, I don't know. And I, I think or, it, sorry, sorry. The neighbors are fine because it helped her storyline along, but I didn't care when it, when it delved into their lives. I'm like, I don't care about this well maybe the problem is not really the neighbors maybe it's just how it was written yeah or it could just be me yeah, yeah. i just like found it. i just found like all of the characters like even um the the white guy who does karate like what was his name uh oh um uh he had his own show yeah yeah i never watched it. everyone said it was terrible yeah no i tried to watch like I got through Daredevil just fine. I thought it was all great. I loved all the characters. I was invested in the whole story. Yep. I didn't really like Electra, like the chick who played Electra. Oh stuff. yeah, I remember us talking about it. I, I did like Electra. I didn't like her. I thought there was no chemistry there, and I, I just couldn't. Yeah, probably not. I just couldn't get into she it. She looked good in a, a black onesie. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, and that's all I need. That's all. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and then I'm she was in man. like GI Joe or something after that. Oh, was she? Um, oh. She was in the second GI Joe movie. Yeah. Uh, I think I've seen it. I don't remember. It's 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 fine. It's yeah. definitely better than the first one, but good is a very. It's not saying much. Yeah. No. I saw the movie in theaters. I was like, "What is this garbage?" Oh, oh it was brutal. <laughs> and that, that um, Henry, uh, uh, not Henry, yeah, Henry Golding one that came out recently. I'm, I don't think I'm gonna watch unless it's on my bad movie podcast. I don't. No, think I, I only it. heard very very bad things about it, and I was yeah. just like, "Am I gonna try this one?" And I was like, "No." I'm yeah. just not gonna. I gotta it, be really bored one day and nothing else is on. I'll be like, you know what? It's on TV. Let's do. Yeah, this. I don't want to watch his stunt double fighting cons. Like, like it, it. He's not an action guy. Like, it's it's not gonna. It's just gonna be a stunt double the whole time. Well, what if he's turning into a stunt uh, action guy? That happens. I guess. Maybe this is the role because, yeah. like, that's what people said about Matt Damon when he did Born. Yeah, like, that's, that's not true. an action dude. And then dude kicked true. ass. What are you he talking did. about? Yes, he did. That is true. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um who, who else can i think that was just like i'm a good person and blah 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 oh oscar isaac um okay. yeah so he came in and did moon knight recently yep. whichever and they yeah, liked people are just like yeah he was in the other x-men movie but he was he didn't really do anything and he was oh, very as serious. apocalypse he was like there's nothing for him to do he just he just would talk grandiose and like <laughs> the cities around him are being destroyed like yeah know. But everything before that was pretty like straightforward, serious dude with a couple mm-hmm. of dance moves in here every once in a while. But yeah, yeah that totally counts. And, and people said Liam Neeson couldn't be a great action star. And look at all the great movies he puts out. <laughs> what, like <laughs> Taken, Taken 2, Taken Two. 3, Taken, <laughs> Taken again, <laughs> Taken Back. I don't know. Like, no, it, it's like every month or so. I'm like, wait, there's a Liam Neeson movie in theaters? Like, one just came out recently and flopped bad. Like I know, I, I, I don't I know the why ad- they keep funding these. I saw the ad for it. And I was like, isn't that just a Taken movie? Like, I, yeah, I are these doing yeah. okay in streaming? Like, I don't get, I don't get why they're being made. They're some, they're making money somewhere. That's that's all that matters. It must you be. Know? You can say that with a lot of those Nick Cage movies. He puts out a movie a week. Don't you talk bad about like, him? What? <laughs> <laughs> Look, I'm going to talk. half half his filmography is absolute garbage, and yeah. I will make fun of it. And the other half, you're just like. Why is he so good? How this is nobody talking so about good. this? These yeah. are amazing. Yeah, that's why I love his straight to streaming movies. I'll, I'll put one on, ready to like laugh my ass off at it. I'll take a gummy or something, and like, oh come on, Nick Cage, be crazy. And <laughs> yeah, sometimes he, he, it delivers. Other times I'm like, fuck, this is really good. <laughs> like, like, like I thought Pig was gonna be like John Wick, but he wants oh, his pig back. I totally want to watch that. I and watched that it one. is not. 
don't know why people compare it to John Wick. It is absolutely nothing like it. it it's a serious movie about a man who wants his, his truffle pig back. <laughs> and it's well, really, really good. But that's the thing. Like, finding truffles and all that kind of stuff is big money. Like, you yeah. can get good money for that. Well, he's and a broken man. And it's the only thing in the world he loves. Well, it, I think, it's great. I think the problem is people are used to it being like a kid or like a dog or, you know, something cute. Whereas yeah. like they're like, oh, it's an ugly pig. Who cares? You're like, no, it's this man's friend. It is his life. Mm-hmm. He loves it. Let him love what he loves. Yeah, you should Pig-packs definitely watch pig. it. Yes. Again, something else that's already on my list that I haven't gotten to yet. Yeah, I think it's on Crave. Yeah, I've got like I think I have like four Nick Cage movies on my list right now. Because there's that weird horror one, which obviously goes to the bottom of the list as soon as it's Wait, a horror one. Wait, Willy's Wonderland? Yeah, that one. Yeah. I wish I wish I could tell you what... what oh, no, I can't. I can't say I it. heard he doesn't say words in the movie. Did, did, did I tell you that? <laughs> Maybe you did, actually. I may have. Very he doesn't say a single word. <laughs> and that's okay. He wanders that's into okay. a Chuck E. Cheese fighting animatronic robots with teenagers and doesn't say a fucking word. Yeah. It's it's awesome. <laughs> and my thing is, how could I not want to watch that movie? Yeah. It's great. Uh, yeah. So, yeah, there's a few Nick Cage movies on my list right uh, now to, like, watch. Yeah. But again, it's adding to the list of, like, 200 things already. Mm-hmm. You know. Oh, you only have 200 things? My Netflix I, is probably 200. And my Amazon's, like, 100. Sorry. No, I, I can retire like- tomorrow and I'd never, I'd never be able to catch up. <laughs> No, my problem is, is I can't even wait to go on like, like my crave or whatever to be like, you know, put things on my list. No, I have a physical list on my phone. Oh, scroll up and down. I just type it down when people tell me something. And then when I'm frustrated and I don't want to watch, yeah. I go to the list and pick something and I watch something off of it. Um, um, most of the streaming sites have a pretty good section where it's like what's coming out this week or um, crave mm-hmm. is like every Friday I check uh all right, there was two. I added Top Gun today. I added um, I don't know, like Ugh, they added right. some new movies because I, I want. I'm seeing a, a, a is it called Maverick or yeah, the new one that looks Top awesome. Top Gun Maverick. No, it doesn't. I cannot wait to see it in IMAX. Oh, oh it's gonna be oh, so. Oh, and by the beautiful. way, people have been wondering from the ads in the trailer. There's definitely a volleyball scene in this movie. So. <laughs> Okay. Unless- I fucking hope. I hope he's playing with, with like the young recruits and Val Kilmer just comes out of nowhere. <laughs> Ice man, what are you doing here? <laughs> he, can't, he can't talk. Is he? Wait, did he? Die? Yeah. Have you seen the snowman? No, I've not Kilmer, seen the snowman. And that's like five years old now, probably. Yeah. He's but not did looking he, good. Did he get throat cancer and yeah. he can't talk anymore? He yeah. had a chunk taken out. And- yeah. It's the same oh. thing that happened to um, Ebert before he died, right? Yep. Oh, God. Yeah. That was so sad. That was, it was so just sad. like a CNN documentary on, on him before he died. And Oh, I hated seeing him like that. Yeah. Because I was always a big fan of Roger and Ebert. Mm-hmm. They, they always turned me to movies I would never normally watch, like Fargo at the time. I never would have watched Fargo in high school. Mm-hmm. And because of, of them, I did. I don't know. I don't know why I used to watch that show, but 90% of the time, I did not agree with anything they said. I yeah, like, what are you talking about? Like, because I liked, you know, cheesy action flicks and stuff, and they hated those. Yeah. E- Ebert, I have to admit, Ebert, every once in a while, would be like, you know what? It was fun. I'm going to give mm-hmm. it a thumbs up. Whereas like Roger would be like, no, this is stupid. Thumbs down. Oh, like, no. Roger and Ebert are the same. Per- uh, Siskel. Oh, Siskel. Yeah. Gene yeah. Siskel, Ro- Roger, Roger Ebert. Ebert. Yeah. Why am I saying Roger Ebert? Oh, I remember. God. I shouldn't it's remember. It's been a while. I, it's been a I while. I cried when Gene Siskel died. It was so dumb. I, I was like, probably high school. Yeah. I was like, no, I like to watch them. Yeah. And then Richard Roper came on the show. Yeah. And then it wasn't as fun. Like, I wasn't fun to talk to him. 
Yeah, but but I, I agreed with him more on action movies, like uh, or like silly, like like just having a good time at theater, like popcorn movies. Yeah, because they were like he was more on like a quote unquote regular audience viewer compared to like yeah. a critic. So he's like, no, I don't care how stupid it is. I had a good time watching it. Mm-hmm. Thumbs up. Yeah, but I agree. The rapport wasn't the same at all. No, not at all. Yeah, that's why I'm it disappeared close. quickly. Yeah. Sorry, we're talking everything except lucky number 11. <laughs> um, yeah, I found I did find the rabbi and the boss in this movie quite intimidating, mm-hmm. but maybe it's just because they're really good actors and they know what they're doing. But Morgan yeah. Freeman and Ben Kingsley is the bad guys. Amazing. Awesome. Amazing. Awesome. And when Morgan Freeman tells him that his son is dead. Mm-hmm. And he's like, look, look at my eyes. Look at my smile. Tell me I'm lying. It's like, yeah. whoa, <laughs> that's evil. Yeah. But I mean, he did do it because he thought he killed his son, even mm. like, like breaking their, their truce. Yeah. And you could tell at the end when um, Slevin actually tells them, he's like, no, I killed your son. You could see both of their faces be like, yeah. Oh, shit. And they're like, does. who are you? Yeah. <laughs> love that and i and i love it too when the boss is just like hey nick hey nick it's like i told you already i'm not nick and like because he's a power yeah. power position so he finally listens he's like you're not who are you like, <laughs> yeah. he's like he told you like eight times i'm not nick i'm not nick fisher what are yeah. you talking about and he's like but you owe me ninety six thousand dollars like, do i <laughs> do i i don't yeah. know about that yeah <laughs> Uh, one thing I didn't like was um, some of the early 2000s homophobia didn't like calling uh, his son the fairy. And there was like little, the odd joke here and there is like, Ugh, like that well, didn't I think that had to do with the fact that a, that they're gangsters and B they're just assholes in general. Well, okay. um, I think that was you, like the point. Do you remember the guy Richie movie? Um, uh, is it rock and roller? It's rock and roll, yeah. Where they call yeah, and um, and, what, him up. and um, uh, which is is it? Tom Hardy is yeah, gay. They call and him they, a poofter. A, a poofter. Yeah. But there's a scene where they sit down and it's like, uh, I was in prison for five years, and and he visited my mom every single day. Made looked in on her, mm-hmm. like sure he's a poofter, but I love the man or something like like. I mean, I'm paraphrasing there, but at least had a scene where it was like they humanized the the character and like yeah, but they showed that they liked him and like respected him nobody in this movie seemed i mean i guess other than the father well but, I, I, but i think the thing about this movie is that nobody cares for each other like that's the thing yeah and that's, what, and that's why the the henry and Lindsay, like when they get together you're like oh he does have a heart he's just not a heartless killer oh uh, he's the he's the hitman with a heart of gold <laughs> right but then you also find out the good cat is also the heart of gold because he saved him at the end and you know, uh, I don't know. I bet he's gonna to... kill him later. No, he's not gonna kill him. I'll see. I don't, I don't think he's gonna kill him. There, see. <laughs> I think he's just taken off with his girl, and Good Cat understands him saving her. So he's like, I've done you a favor now. Yeah, also, you really had to trust that guy. He's gonna shoot you here and here. He can't, it can't be an off day. Like, he's not like, what if he misses slightly? <laughs> well, like, like he said, he's like, I'm a world class assassin. Oh, oh yeah! Wait, I, I wrote the I wrote down the line. Uh, I'm a world class assassin, uh, fuckhead. <laughs> I was like, how did you find me? <laughs> well, I mean, but also there would have been something in the newspaper about the coroner getting murdered. There would have been something, right? 
like like the first murder we see in the movie is committed at an airport. Like the no. busiest place. No, the oh, first sorry, murder sorry, you see right. is the guy getting shot in the sorry, in the parking right. lot. Yes, the, the, the first murder you, uh, Bruce Willis commits. Yes, is in an airport. I was like, what? <laughs> Wait, no, technically that's also wrong. What? Oh, fine. <laughs> the guy getting shot in the parking lot later in the movie, you find out it was him, but it was his first murder. Okay, you're right. You're right. <laughs> so second murder of the movie. Fine. Second, second murder of the movie. He commits. <laughs> well, no, second Bruce Willis murder of the movie. Oh, he may. Yes. <laughs> I'm channeling well, the rabbi. Well, because you 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 see the the two bookies get killed first, and yeah. one is killed by good. Cat, oh yeah, I'm sorry. There's so many murders before Nick gets killed. <laughs> yeah, you're, you're right. You're right. <laughs> There's so many. But I was like, at an airport, really? Like, yeah. you can find a better spot to do this. But it was empty at the time. It was fine. What airport's empty? <laughs> it depends yeah. on the hour of the day. Yeah. Um, also, this was the early 2000s. Maybe they had less cameras or whatever. <laughs> Okay. Is this is before 9-11? Uh, no, it's after. Yeah, it is. Yeah. It is. Um, but I think it's before the first iPhone because she's using a flip phone in it, taking pictures. No, oh, yeah. Cat's right. like, I have the same phone, so I know what you were doing. I was like, of ah. course. <laughs> oh, Lucy. Or, sorry, oh, Lindsay. <laughs> I thought that was great, though. Yeah. Um, I also really liked... Um, Sorry, Stanley Tucci. Like I always like, uh, he's always good in everything. Mm-hmm. But and, and I forgot he was a bad guy until he said he had the same bookie. I was like, oh yeah, he's he's the one who killed his mom. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like I, yeah, that's why I'm like I've seen this movie way too many times because yeah. <clears throat> seeing one movie in a theater 20 years ago, I'm not gonna remember it that well. But it depends on how good the movie is, though, because there there mm-hmm. are definitely some movies I've seen once that have stayed with me. They're usually like. When I say bad movies, not like in bad in quality, but just like soul disturbing bad, like ripping for a dream, that kind of thing, <laughs> where I'm like, I don't need to see this again. But every once in a while, I get like the images in my head and I'm just like, and that is not needed. And yeah. I saw this how many years ago? You know what I mean? Yeah, uh, I remember the, the is it Marlon Wayne's getting his arm cut off and because mm-hmm, it got infected and, and the scissoring like, scene at the end of the movie like of I remember course, that. why is that the scene you bring up anytime anybody <laughs> mentions this <laughs> how can you not <laughs> no don't my do thing, drugs my thing is always the, uh, the the grandma who's really high on speed and she's having like hallucinations and like every oh, yeah. orifice in her face is like leaking something and you're just like oh it's so oh, oh disgusting and that's Darren Aronofsky right uh yes it is done by Darren yeah, Aronofsky okay. yeah. I, 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 that I've only seen once wait and- is that what why am i no yes it is yes yeah, i think it is yeah because uh, he did he did pie before that and he did um the tree not the tree the tree of life no no yes. not tree of life um no, no tree of life is a uh, terrence um something or something oh, it's, it's just some, oh, what's the other tree one? of life made absolutely no sense to me <laughs> yeah well i didn't watch it so I, that, I, it, that looks it looked it does it wasn't even that i didn't want to watch it so it just confused. looked really boring yeah and i'm like it, i know it was like, a lot of artsy movies, you know, it's it's all about atmosphere and feel and stuff. And I'm just like, for fuck's sake, hurry up and say something. Like, yeah, like, uh, and a lot of movies, it. I'll finish it. Like, I, I definitely fast forwarded through a lot of it. And then at, sometimes on YouTube, I'll be like, all right, explain this movie to me. Mm-hmm. Or even if I like the movie, I'm like, I want to make sure I got this right. Yeah. Um, I, I'm like, I don't care. I, I just don't care. This movie. It's the Fountain, by the way. The Fountain, that's it. Yeah. No, yeah. it's about the tree. Uh, not the tree of life. It's about the um, Fountain of Youth. And I think it's a tree. Yeah, and there's a conquistador somewhere and something. Yeah. Um, yeah, something to do with time travel in it. 
Yeah. It was okay. Yeah, because he did Pi, then Requiem, then The Fountain. I've never seen The Wrestler. Loved Black Swan. Wrestler was good. He did Noah? Oh, my God. What's Noah? It's the Noah's Ark movie, if I'm not really? mistaken. Oh. Oh, yeah, the heard. Russell Crowe Noir movie. Oh, yeah. that one. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, isn't like Nicole Kidman in it or something? Or it's um. No, his wife the, is someone famous. It's the it's the other one from Requiem for a Dream, Jennifer Connelly. Jennifer Connelly yeah. and Emma Watson's in that one too. I tried to watch Mother, and it was so it was so boring. I'm glad I watched. Uh, so I I made a couple friends watch that for Bad Movie Day, mm-hmm. and I had to apologize to them after. I'm like, I'm I'm so sorry. Why? Yeah, like it's. I, I know the house is earth and I think Harvey Bardem is God and she's mother earth. And some of the people who come into the house are like different parts of earth or like, like the ocean or it, it was just such a muddled metaphor. And mm-hmm. I, I just, I hated that movie. Yeah. I just, I, I can't really critique it because <sighs> I think I got maybe 20 minutes in and I turned it off. I was just so bored. Yeah. I didn't care about any of the characters. I didn't care about what was going on. Yeah. And I was just like, oh, just like, if you get me to a point where my brain just like tunes you out completely and there's no point me sitting in front of you, I'm just going to turn it off. And that's what happened. Yeah. So like, I can't properly critique it, but all I can say is the first 20 minutes of that movie was boring as shit. And I stopped yep. watching <laughs> Uh, there's a scene near the end of the movie where the house is going to hell. People like SWAT teams are coming in. Um, some of the, like, I, I can't remember what the SWAT teams are. Like, is that, is that climate change? Is it like, I, 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 every, everything has a meaning and I, anyways, but there's a baby everyone's fighting over and the baby gets ripped apart and then it explodes. And then everyone in the room blows up. It, it's just like crazy bonkers. And I thought it was stupid. Yeah. It, yeah. That sounds stupid. It was really stupid. All right. But you know, it wasn't stupid. <laughs> Lucky number seven. Lucky number seven. Yes. Uh, <laughs> I did find out, though, the director of this movie, mm-hmm. whose name is. I looked him up and I didn't really like his other work that much, unless I missed something. What? Yeah. doing? Yeah. His other very underrated movie. It's true. Most of his work was. was uh, there was a lot of TV. It was like it was like Victor Frankenstein, that. Um, I. That, that I'm sorry. That movie is very underrated. I love that movie. Wait, was that, that the movie you were going to say? Yes. <laughs> God, that movie's awful. <laughs> it's not, what are you talking about? I watched I it in one of my bad movie, movie podcasts and I was like, what is happening? <laughs> I don't, I do not know why, but I remember the first time I watched that movie, I'm just like, what are people talking about? This is great. Yeah. <laughs> and I still love it. Especially, you know, the, the scene that really gets me. Yeah. It's when Victor he full he full he first brings quote unquote Igor home, and he like gets the pus out of the the hump in his back and gets some in his mouth, and I just like <laughs> it's so disgusting, but it's so well done on the screen that you're just like this is the amazing. things you do for friends. <laughs> but they're not even friends. Like, he's like, I just met you. Thanks, Tracy. I, I would empty your pussy back uh, hump. What? <laughs> if you ever needed help with that. I really hope not. And also, I would go to a real doctor. <laughs> oh, uh, I'll do it for 50 bucks. <laughs> we live in a country where going to a doctor to do that is free. If we live in America and we don't have jobs or health insurance, I would do it for you. <laughs> okay, thank you. Then that is acceptable. That yes, is acceptable. That's a, that's a friend I am. Well done. Uh, <laughs> but yes, I don't know why I like Victor Frankenstein. I think the chemistry between um, Daniel Radcliffe and... Uh, James McAvoy. James McAvoy, yeah, is great. 
Um, they're they're really good against each other. It works really well. All right. I like <laughs> the costume design. Disagree. I like the monster in the end. Um, I don't remember it that well. Yeah, he's only in it for like four or five minutes, and then goes on rampage. That's what Frankenstein monster does. Mm-hmm. Um, there's also like a part where he brings like a monkey to life, like a dead corpse of a monkey. It's great. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I don't remember that either. Yeah. Wait, and am I thinking of I Frankenstein? I, I'm you thinking, thinking of I Frankenstein because that is a pile of garbage. Maybe I haven't seen Victor Frankenstein. Oh my god, you really should watch Victor Frankenstein because oh I Frankenstein is the one that takes place in modern day, and it's like yeah. um, it's with um the guy from two, Thank You for Not Smoking. Uh, yeah, Two Face. Yeah. Oh, uh, uh, Aaron Eckhart. Aaron Eckhart plays it's Frank, so Frankenstein's bad. monster. Yeah, that That's is true. a bad movie. Maybe I, okay. All right, all right. I'll, I'll give Victor Frankenstein a chance. Watch it, Victor it, Frankenstein. If I if I start remembering things and turning it off, though. Okay. <laughs> I thoroughly enjoy Victor Frankenstein. I like it. Yeah. Um. Did you notice any Star Trek actors in uh, Slevin? Uh, good question. Uh, I did not. I really racked my brain. I don't think I did. I stumbled onto one for the next movie by accident, just because oh, I was looking at the actor. Hold on. I'm looking at the actor list right now. And I remember what it was. It wasn't Die Hard. It was Danny Aiello, who played yep. Roth, the bookie, was mm-hmm. also with Bruce Willis in Hudson Hawk. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. There you go. Danny I, I, Aiello used to be in a lot of things. He did. He was in, yeah. Yeah. Anything where they needed, like, an Italian guy, he was in it. Yeah, good actor. <laughs> um, usually, usually underused. Yes. Yeah. Like, he's in this movie for, he's like Robert Forrester. He's like, I don't know. Two, two minutes, yeah, yeah, two minutes tops, and that's it. Yeah, hmm. but um, uh, did you see that? Uh, when you first saw it, did you see the twist coming? I can't remember if I did or not. I don't think I saw the twist coming. Yeah, I don't. When either. I first saw it, yeah, um, I, I remembered it immediately the second they started telling the story. I'm like, oh yeah, the little kid Josh Hartnett, uh, the hitman's Bruce Willis. I, I remembered all that. Well, I know one thing I do know about, like, I did pick up in this movie because I guess at the beginning, you're not paying attention to certain details. Mm-hmm. Um, so, like, when Bruce Willis is telling a story to Nick and he's talking about how they're going into fam- and they show, like, the guy with the shotgun and the guy with the tape and, like, they show, like, Morgan Freeman's, like, ring on his finger. Oh. But then when you meet Morgan Freeman and he picks, he's, like, he's there and they, like, the angles are focused on his ring pretty regularly. But if you don't know to look for it, you would never pick up on that until the end of the movie. Yeah. Um, But stuff like like that. But also there's a part when you first meet the rabbi, when he's like, oh, you didn't frisk me. And the rabbi pulls out the shotgun. He's holding it the exact same way as in that but if you're not looking for it yeah yeah yeah. they showed that in the flashback uh later in the movie okay yeah but i I didn't catch it the first time Mm -hmm. yeah so yeah now so when i watch it now i'm just like oh they do have like besides the flashback there are other clues indicating (laughs) that that was the same guy but there is absolutely no indication that that kid is henry yeah um uh you just remember uh you just made me think of a line where um it's after he's killed all his goons and he's in the rabbi's uh, building and he's like, Oh, the phone's ringing. Uh, we can't answer on the Sabbath. And Josh Hartnett's like, I know. <laughs> I love that. Yeah. <laughs> well, because he picks that Dave, so he can't use his gun. Right. Ex- yeah. Exactly. Oh, it's great. <laughs> it's so good. Yeah. 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 
Yeah. yeah this is this is an underrated movie. Yeah, because there's so many like little details they throw in throughout the movie mm-hmm. to indicate like the days of the week, the order of stuff happening, like who's where and when and all that kind of stuff. And you're just like, what? This is really cool. Yeah. Yeah. You do like it's definitely one of those movies, not just for the twist at the end, but to pick up on all of this, the extra stuff in it. It's good to watch at least twice. Yeah, I do. I do like it. I do like it a lot. Yeah, so I uh, thank you for bringing me a movie I haven't thought about in 20 years. <laughs> <laughs> and now it's on, like, closer to the top of your list of, like, awesomeness. Yeah, it, it, I quite enjoyed it. Oh, I, I got a complaint about um, IMDb and Netflix. <laughs> Ooh, what is the complaint? So if you've never seen Lucky Number 11 before, um, when you start the movie, it, it's got it's Josh Hartnett holding a, a, a silenced pistol. So yeah. it, it's a scene where he kills um, the rabbi's son. Same on IMDb. When you go to it, it shows him holding the pistol like a hitman. Yeah. If you don't know the twist, that would that would like that would ruin a movie. That would yeah. I think that would ruin it for me because it's not just like he's not a dope. He's not the dope who's being um, bamboozled by his friend Nick. Yeah, you know that would immediately in my head be like, okay, he's he's some kind of contract killer or something. Or mm-hmm. so yeah, that always that that annoyed me a little bit. Well, because even in the, tra- so on the DVD, they had like a trailer and a making of thing or whatever. And the making of was, it was cute and everything, but it, they don't say anything interesting in it. Like they really don't. They're just like, it was fun. I, Josh Hartman, it's like, everybody here is really cool. I like working with all these people. Yay. Oh, that's all bullshit. Bruce, <laughs> yeah. And then Bruce was just like, yeah, Morgan Freeman was fun. And then Morgan Freeman was just like, you know, Ben Kingsley is great. And wow, you really do think that, um, Bruce Willis can kill people. And you're like, that's, this is not helping me at all. But then I watched like the trailer for the movie. And first yeah. of all, I don't think this movie made any money when it came out, to be honest. Like I don't, they got I don't my think, 10 bucks or whatever it cost back then. They definitely got mine. Um, I, I really don't think it made that much money. Um, yeah. It cost 27 million to make and mm-hmm. grossed only 22 million domestically. Uh, and then it was 56 worldwide. So they, they, it was kind of okay, but not particularly great. No, I mean, they probably didn't even get to back their marketing budget. No. It, well, exactly, right? But then, like, yeah. I watched the trailer for the movie, and the trailer is bad advertising. Like, it, it doesn't come across anything like what the movie is. Like, it, yeah. it actually comes across kind of stupid in the trailer, mm-hmm. and it doesn't... It, it, it doesn't give you much to go on or whatever. Like, like, yes, I bitch about trailers that give away the whole story. Um, I've actually stopped watching trailers. I used to love watching trailers, but no, I don't like watching trailers. They, they give it like the whole story. They just you can't help it in a movie thing. theater, but if I can avoid it um, at home, like not, not at home, I mean, but like I, I used to just watch like movie trailers, like, Oh, this is what's coming up for the next six months. Mm-hmm. And I stopped doing that because I like when I go into a movie, not knowing, certain things or like there'll be a scene with a character and oh wait the character's still alive in this like or, or like you know the character's not going to die because you haven't seen that scene yet or yeah stuff like that or, yeah. like, like things little things like that yeah so. no I, I absolutely agree i think i think the art of trailer making hit its peak 10 years ago mm-hmm. um and now it's either everything or they give you absolutely nothing so you're just like i don't know what this is so i'm not going to watch it or oh i figured out this whole thing so i'm not going to watch it like it's, yeah there's not there's nothing really enticing about watching them 
This um, is why I like film festivals because I'll just go into a movie blind or, or like for the horror festival. I like uh, have Alex, you know, like frequent, fre- frequent guest Alex. Um, I'll have her just <laughs> buy my tickets and not even tell me what the movie is. Yeah. I love that. And just like walk in and be like, <laughs> I'm like, oh, this is a werewolf movie. Oh, this is going to be a ghost movie. Oh, this is a home invasion movie. Cool. Like, you know, I, I don't know until yeah. you know, certain clues. <laughs> yeah, no, I tend to watch like, like, like if there's movies I know I'm going to watch no matter what then I'm not going to watch any trailers. Like there's, mm-hmm. you know. But, but you're going to, I mean, we go to the movies all the time. You're going to see them. You're going to see them. Exactly. You can't help it. But like, there are certain movies where um, like, I'm not sure what this is. This seems some, like something new. I'll watch like the teaser trailer on average or like whatever the first thing they put out is. Mm-hmm. I'd watch that. Cause that usually has the least amount of spoilers and the least and the shortest with, you know, whatever. So that I have like a feel about it. Yep. And then I'll decide to watch it. But then if I decide I'm going to watch it, I'm not watching anything else about it. That's, yeah. I'm not reading. People are just like, oh, I watched it. I read these 35 articles about what the story is going to be. And I'm like, didn't you just ruin the whole movie for yourself? Like, what is the point? I, I used to be like that, uh, like probably in high school or in my 20s. I, I read a lot about movies before I watched them. And I don't know why. No, I do all of that stuff after. Yeah. <laughs> like I watched the movie and then I watched the like. I read like an article about what they think the movie's going to be. And like, well, you got all that wrong. And then, you know, the review <laughs> of the article or like some random dude, you know, talking about the MCU. And you're just like, you're a fucking moron. Like, it's, you know, because even if there's movies that I think are going to be horrible, but I, mm-hmm. I know I want to argue about it. I go and watch it just so I can properly <laughs> argue about it. It's so bad. It's so bad. Oh, well, no, uh, we like to talk about movies. It's a big part of who we are there's nothing wrong with that you you can't only only watch the good stuff yeah but this is my this this is my fault right when i bitch and moan about the shitty wonder woman movie or like the the shitty batman was so bad so bad but then i knew it was gonna be bad i saw that first teaser i'm like this is gonna be garbage i watched the first one about it and i still paid to watch it just so i can bitch and moan i told you it was gonna be bad i was so excited because pedro pascal was in it i was like yes and but like he's uh, so underused in it so as underused. well. Yeah, uh, yeah. We wasted that great man's talent. <laughs> he he's so good. He is so good. And the thing is, I don't even think his character was bad. I just think how they used him in his lack of use and how the few times they actually used him, yeah, was bad. So then it was it was useless. That movie has um uh, uh Kristen Wiig and I always forget her name, but she's in Insecure. She's like the funniest human being on the planet. Um. She's she's one of the friends of, of the main characters in Insecure. Wait, Issa right? Oh, no, 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 no. She's one of the side characters. So the, there's the four friends. There's yeah, the one so who's pregnant and married. Yeah, she's like, I think lawyer. she's an actu- she's an actuary. And and whenever they go out and party, she's always picking up guys. Like the. <sighs> so she, wait, so not she's the, so incredibly funny. So it's not, not, it's not Molly or not Issa. the married one. Not no. the lawyer, the other yeah. one. Yes. Okay. Yes. I, I, I think she's one of the funniest human beings. She's the, very funny. Everything she says is hilarious. And then they put her in Wonder Woman 2 and she's, um, I think her boss at the museum. Yeah, they use her for like three seconds. And she's I'm like, why even? Bo- like, I, I mean, I, I hope she got a good payday. But her name is like, N- Natasha Rothwell. Thank you. Yes. Um, yeah. She plays and Kelly and she's I'm like, you so have good. you have two of the funniest people in the world and like, they don't have any jokes. They don't. It's like no. they're just completely wasted. Yeah. I, I, I'm not saying they can't do dramatic or serious stuff, but like, give them, give them something. <laughs> yeah. No. Like it's just they, they have no funny lines. Like even if like 
Kristen Wiig's character is not technically supposed to be funny. She's supposed yeah. to be tragically funny at the beginning, but then she's supposed to be serious because she's cool. Yeah. Um, she is neither in this movie. Yeah. Um, turns she turns into a, a, a cat a cougar. She? Yeah. Oh yeah, cougar. Yeah. You're right. Well, she's supposed to be a cheetah, I think. When when which Wonder is Woman not an apex predator, which makes me <laughs> so fucking angry every time. I did not know uh, that. <laughs> yeah. It. I was just like, nerd. You're doing. You're doing it wrong. <laughs> um. When Wonder Woman first meets her, they have drinks or something at a restaurant. Yeah. And then it cuts to like near the end of the night, and it's like Wonder Woman going, ha, 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 "You're so funny and interesting." I'm like, "But you show us some of that." Yes, that's <laughs> like, necessary. They showed absolutely nothing. No, <laughs> just them a little bit drunker, and Wonder Woman likes her now. I, mm-hmm. Anyways, I what what a misfire that movie was. <laughs> uh, unlike Lucky Number Seven, which I think was <laughs> fired perfectly. Yeah, um, agreed. Yeah, even just talking, even just talking about it with you, I'm like, yeah, I really like this movie, even more than when I came into it. <laughs> I know, like, like I know this movie is, is essentially a revenge flick, and yeah. a whole lot of people die in this movie. Like, a lot of people die in this movie. I think everyone dies, uh, except for three. Three, yeah, three <laughs> people survive. Else die. <laughs> um, but, but yeah, no, like, like I, like I felt good at the end like when the kansas city shuffle like the song comes on you know yeah turn on the radio call me mr good cat um, <laughs> i was just like oh this is great i like do you know movie. if that's a real song yeah. i didn't look it up i that was a thing i was supposed to look up i'm guessing it is you know um, it didn't seem like a made-up song for a movie like you can usually tell to me, I mean, it, sometimes they're very good at doing that, and it's possible it could be for this song because everybody throughout the song, they don't say it just one time, but I think they say it three times, um, asking about the Kansas City Shuffle. Yeah, and then nobody's just like nobody, no, nobody no one's ever heard of it. Nobody's it, heard of it. Um, uh, uh, Bruce, uh, Mr. Goodcat just goes on to Urban Dictionary and just keeps putting that in. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> He's trying to keep it alive. Let's see, Kansas. It's done. Uh, it is written by a guy named Jay Ralph, and it's performed by the Rumor Mill. There we go. Um, and Kansas City Shuffle. It's a type of con. Oh. No, it was released in two thousand six. It's for this movie. Yep. So yeah, so Mr. Good Cat made it up. There's also no. Hold on. Because there's also the Benny Moten Kansas City Orchestra did Kansas City Shuffle okay. in 1991. Sorry, in an album in 19. I don't know. What I should have done is like waited to the credits and like waited uh, or fast forwarded to the music part to see if it's a real. No, band but the but no, but the one in the movie mm-hmm. is, is, is legit. This one, it's okay. It's performed by a band called the Rumor Mill. Yeah. But I don't know if that's original or not. I don't think yeah. so. Unless, I mean, I could just, I mean, this, this like old timey song could not be the same song, but I have no idea. Okay. Because it seems to be a jazz stanza. So, um, like a big band thing. Because, you know, the one in the movie has like a rap in it. So I don't, I don't think that counts. Did it really? <laughs> oh. You know, it was supposed to be the seventies. I was like, I don't know if this is right, but yeah, it doesn't seem right. Yeah. And would they play rap on the radio in the seventies, like or whatever rap, rap was? Rap didn't then? really exist in the seventies. Yeah. Um, I mean, they did have songs that was like 
like talking, mm-hmm. but no, it would it would never be considered like a rap song. No. Yeah. Um, I don't know if you'd consider that song like now that I'm playing it in my head. I don't know if you'd consider that a rap song. Yeah, like I, I don't. I, when I listen to it, like I don't remember it that well. I don't remember thinking rap. I think we have a very specific um, thought about how rap is, but if you think of like rap in the 80s it well, yeah, has that same flow to it compared to rap now or even in the 90s yeah i'm mc archer and i'm here to say i'm the funkiest dj in usa wicked 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 okay Isn't that's that in for sure <laughs> uh- <laughs> no cut this cut it please yep. <laughs> <Uh-oh>. <laughs> um so your album's coming out when next year yeah oh yes okay. yes yeah. so that's why i'm here to promote it <laughs> yeah you're here to promote it um, i've got a 30 city to- tour coming up you know it's just on <laughs> Yeah. You're going to hear more tunes like that, guys. It's going to be amazing. Yeah, It's going to blow up. Every you're, song starts the same way. Yeah, you're going to be jealous because I got in on the ground floor with this yep. emerging artist and whoo, <laughs> the good stuff. It's the good stuff. Yep. I'm going to blow up big time. <laughs> I'm embarrassed for you. Just there. <laughs> I, I, um, I, do you know what? Um, I was at theater in Harlem where they got the, the, um, the big cane and they pulled the people off the stage. <laughs> <laughs> Every time I start, it's like, uh, what is that? The Apollo? Or yeah, 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 the yeah. Apollo. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and you said three words, and you're done. Uh, bye. <laughs> uh, so, also one thing looking at the soundtrack of this movie, this movie does not have a lot of music in it. No. And actually, while watching the movie, like I realized that, but at the same time, it wasn't one of those things where it. Uh, deterred for the movie either mm-hmm. because I find sometimes movies that are like very quiet I find the ambient noise distracting mm-hmm. but I think they also turned down the ambient noise in this and only specific sounds to yeah. move things forward were were there if you know what I mean mm-hmm. but I also think maybe that has to do with the fact that they were talking all of the time that it was just hard to notice that there wasn't something going on. In yeah. The and, and thankfully, like, I hate this new trend where it's like, it's, it's mostly newish movies. They just put music in for the sake of it. Um, Cruella did this. Like when's Cruella set the eighties. I didn't watch Cruella. I eighties or not. I can't remember when it's set, but it's just like, Oh, let's just find some songs from this era and throw it in the scene. And it doesn't make any sense. Well, I think what they're doing, they're catching on nostalgia, right? Like, I yeah, think and thing. and it just doesn't fit with the scene, so it, it takes me out of it. Like, Atomic yeah. Blonde did it perfectly. Oh my god! Yeah, yes, that that yes. that's a perfect example of how to do it right. Mm-hmm. And then Cruella is the total opposite end, where it's just mm-hmm. like throwing. Like, I don't know. I, I watched a horror movie the other night from well, a couple of years. I can't think of the name of it, but it, it did the same thing. Oh no, sorry, no, it was um, it was a Netflix um, uh, three horror movies that are all connected. Uh, Fear, uh, Fear Street. Okay. No, oh, is that what it's called? Anyways, really good. Know. But be, because they're set in different eras, er, er, eras, they just throw in the music from that time. And sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't. And I was like, eh. mm-hmm. but but other than that, man, it was amazing for horror fans. I, I keep telling them to watch this. Yeah, I think like right now, uh, when it comes to music, there's this whole like nostalgia thing that's still going mm-hmm. on. And I mean, that has to do with like all of the remakes and the the sequels and stuff that keep coming out and it goes into like the same kind of category. And even if it's something new, people are so obsessed with like hooking people with this nostalgia that like, they just throw in this, like, you're like, you know, what gets people in parties, sweet child of mine. We're going to throw that in there, you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, like, I mean, I like the, the Thor 11 Thunder like trailer, but 
No, we don't Ooh. have that song in it. Oh, no, I disagree. I think it's perfect for no. that trailer. I think it's, it, that is a perfect trailer. <laughs> Maybe my problem is, is I just I just hate that song. Like, I just oh, I love that. that I remember song. playing Guitar Hero. Yeah. I don't know if it's one, two or three, but one of them. Oh, every time oh, that's I such a fun song to play. somebody sings it and I hate that song. But the problem is I've heard it so often now that I know all of the words. And it, it makes me even angrier. <laughs> and I'm just like, yeah, we get it. It's a sweet child of yours. Go home. Just go home. <laughs> It's all very frustrating. Yeah. Um, um, yeah. Spe- speaking of reboots and nostalgia, have you watched uh, Chippendales yet? Again, on my list. Um, Every, everything, everything I keep reading or hearing about it is that it's amazing. Yes. I, no, it's like it's, it's, it's a done movie by I the Lonely Island to guys. Watch. Yeah. yeah I'm, it's, yeah. I have a lot of movies planned this weekend, but I think I might try and fit that in. Apparently, it's just filled with just all of that nostalgia, 1980s yeah. weirdness. But they're it. also making fun of reboot culture and um, making comments on it, apparently. And yeah, so I, I got to watch it before I keep hearing more things about well, it. Well, the funny thing is, is I didn't even know it was coming out. And then no, like, I didn't a either. week before it came out, I saw an ad and I was like, I'm sorry, what? Yeah. This, excuse me? I haven't even like, seen I was a trailer so before. confused. Yeah. <laughs> like, Lonely Island, what are they doing in this? <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even see that part. It was like a three second thing, you know, this week yeah. and chipping down. And I was like, wait, what? And then it wasn't a TV show. I, at first I thought it was like a TV show. I'm like, mm-hmm. oh my God. And then no, it was a movie. And then there's this whole thing about old animation upgraded to new animation. I was yeah. like, what is happening here? This I have to watch. Oh my God. It's going to be amazing. Yeah. And um, I, I, I thought I was going to theaters. I didn't realize it was straight to Disney plus. I mean, it makes sense. So I don't think. Mm-hmm. This would have made a lot of money in theaters, but maybe with word of mouth, if it kept it in long enough. Yeah. No, I think I would definitely have gotten around to watching in theaters. But my problem right now is I don't see anything unlike my old habits, because I mm-hmm. used to love seeing everything opening weekend in a packed theater and everybody's all excited. Yeah. I don't want to be in a packed theater. I can't. I can't do it. Oh, really? I still can't do it yet. Um, when when we saw the Nick Cage movie where he's playing himself, I was a little disappointed how empty the theater. I, we saw it on Sunday afternoon, so mm-hmm. I, I expected that. But and that's that's why um, I went I, with I, you guys. <laughs> I wish I wish there was more. Um, I wish there was more people there laughing and I, 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 I especially for I don't comedy, I don't I want that. I don't want a whole bunch of people. In I mean, room together I don't I don't want packed, but I want at least fifty percent. That's still too when, much. When yeah. I saw the Northman. Um, it was me and my three buddies and then a couple guys in front of us and some dudes behind us going yeah. like every time it was an awesome kill or, or, or SARS guard just being fucking cool <laughs> or um, what's your name? Uh, uh, Anna Taylor joy says something cool. Like, yeah. like we were like, like we were like, we were feeding off each other's, each other's energy, which I enjoyed. Like, yeah, don't get me wrong. I missed that. That's what I used to love about it. Yeah. But no, my anxiety about getting sick again and stuff. Uh, like, let yeah. me do it. like, I just don't, I'm not in the mood to be sick. I don't want to get trapped in a place with like 200 people, no matter how much fun we're having. And like, especially mm-hmm. if we're participating, like, you know, like laughing and like all that kind of stuff, that's more shit in the air. I'm not, yeah. I'm not in for it. No, I'm, I'm still, I'm so lucky. I haven't gotten COVID somehow. And, or if I have, it didn't affect me. You probably did get oh. COVID. Oh, I must have. It. You're crazy. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, like I only, I only saw um, Multiverse of Madness what, last weekend because I just, I, and the amount of spoilers I had to keep trying to, to skip yeah, and the amount of spoilers I, I that, were, seen that did hit me. It was just, ugh. Was I think difficult. I know one spoiler because people at work were talking about it. They're, they're trying to be cryptic, but I kind of figured out what they were talking I think I, they, yeah. I figured out what they were talking about. So well, I we'll mean, see. if you've watched the movies before, it, you can't be that cryptic about it. You're, you're going to be able to piece things together. It's yeah. Not, it's not going to be that hard. 
So I'm um, seeing that probably in a week or two. Yeah, there was one surprise. It was a surprise that it didn't happen in the movie for me, um, but everything else, half of the stuff was spoiled for me. I realized. Yeah, <laughs> I was just like, fuck. Yeah, that sucks. Yeah. Well, even like with Spider Man, like I saw it. Um, I don't know, two months after it came out. Yeah, that was for me too. And I and I, I knew it's just because we're busy and uh, oh, there was lockdown in Ontario. Mm-hmm. And, um, uh, so the only thing that really surprised me was uh, Daredevil being in it. <laughs> me and some other person in the audience were like, <gasps> <laughs> like, this is a spoiler that really got me. <laughs> so sorry, that, that, that was no. the biggest surprise. Like, that, like, one, I, that one and Aunt May got me, but everything oh, else yes, was fine. I'm sorry, yes, yeah. Aunt May. I mean, it really shouldn't have. There has to be tragedy in Peter Parker's life. Yes. We should have seen this coming, but, and, and they did it so well. I well, because I was watching you trying to figure out like, where's the tragedy going to happen? And then it happened. I was like, <gasps> yeah. And I was like, you know? no, not, not hot at me. No, <laughs> <laughs> take someone else. <laughs> Actually, I wouldn't want to die either. Uh, yeah. uh, Kill's best friend. <laughs> oh, that's horrible. I that's know. But I don't want to die. Uh, or, uh, yeah. or May dead. <laughs> they got to, they got to stay. They got to stay. Yeah, yeah. So it's got to be one of the three. Yeah. So, so yeah, but yeah, the movies are being spoiled for me, which I'm not happy about, but yeah. I am not sick. So that I'm also I don't know if you have Twitter or if you go online or like on social media, but uh, like I was saying earlier with Obi-Wan Kenobi, just, just watch it after we're done with this. But yes. Apparently there's <laughs> I something to, like, I no, don't know what it is. Even this morning, like I woke up this morning, it was like 930 and I'm getting myself ready and stuff to just like sit in my laptop, you know, yeah. gotta empty your brain a little bit before you do work stuff, scrolling through things and like, Obi-Wan this, Obi-Wan that and close. I was like, I can't, <laughs> yeah. I can't do this. Like, come um, on guys. I, I had to go to the bank today for work and uh, I was wearing my, my Star Wars shirt that I'm wearing and the guy's like, oh, have you watched Obi-Wan Kenobi yet? And I'm like, no. And he's like, oh my God, you have to go home immediately and watch it. I'm like, okay, okay. You're like, it's been out for two hours. <laughs> yeah, Leave yeah. He, he said he got up early at like six in the morning to watch oh, the both episodes. I was like, you're my, you're my new nerd. You're my new bank nerd. <laughs> oh, I definitely like sleep more than I like watching movies. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. I think for one of the Mandalorians I watched, I just couldn't sleep. And it was like two in the morning. I was like, ah, screw it. I'll put it on. Oh yeah, no, and, and, and it was awake. actually it was actually the best one. It was the one where Mandalorian and Baby Yoda, <laughs> <laughs> the first of the two episodes. Yeah, yeah, no, okay. Yeah. I, I hope they go back to that space station. That was so cool. I liked it. Yeah, yeah. all I want for Obi Wan Kenobi. Sorry, we're not talking about the movie, but I just want Obi Wan off Tatooine. No more stuff on Tatooine. Something different, please. But he kind of has to be on Tatooine. Well. Well, we it's know like he ends up. Thing. We know he's ended. He's he, he at the end of the prequels. He's there, and he's going to be there for Luke. But that's fifteen years from now, I think, where it's set, or twenty years. So I hope he does some adventure in between. Like that's what I'm hoping this. Oh, I think that's years. what this whole thing is about. Isn't it, it better be? I, I don't want no more Tatooine. <laughs> something different, please. What? Look, all I'm saying is you can be on Tatooine. There's lots of stories to tell on Tatooine. I don't think oh, I, 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 I just want a different. Uh, I just want a different. Some different scenery. Do you want to hang out on Hoth? Like no, the uh, new planet or hell? Yeah, we haven't seen Hoth in a while. Go to Endor. Let's uh, go. Go play with the the, um, the Ewoks. Ewoks. <laughs> yeah, I'm totally fine with that. Just something different. <laughs> Ooh, we can go to Alderaan. It's still there in that time period, so that's fine. Yeah, yeah. Let, let's meet Leia's uh, family. Maybe he'll find love in Alderaan places. Oh, what? well, he finds love in the prequels. <laughs> Okay. No, I'm sorry, 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 not the prequels, the uh, the cartoons. The cartoon, yeah. He, he falls in love with the Queen of Mandalore. 
Uh, I just made a joke. Okay, you need to relax. Oh, sorry. Oh, I was being that nerd. Sorry, that fan. You're being that guy. Oh, yeah. so disgusting. Yeah, if you remember in Mandalorian, Katie Sackoff when she plays yeah. a Mandalorian, that's the queen's sister. Oh, okay. So yeah. I, I, th- I think Mandalorian's going to lead to them fighting over who's the leader of Mandalore. That's where I think that that's seems going. Similar. Well, they did put out like a picture for the next uh, Mandalorian thing, and it, it's her, nice. it's him in the room with her on the like throne or whatever it is. So. Well, she definitely wants the dark saber. So mm-hmm. that, that that was a that was um because Darth Maul starts <laughs> the cartoons go in crazy directions. This is going to sound crazy, but it's actually really entertaining. Yeah. Oh no! They, like, they did Darth Maul so well in the I, cartoons. I kind of. Like my problem with the cartoon was that the first season, season and a half, I tried and I couldn't do it. There's so and much. Then, f- and then later on, I yeah. watched a couple episodes and I really liked it, but I was lost because I didn't see all the stuff before it. Yeah. And it was one of those things where I'm just like, am I going to go back four seasons and watch all of this to catch up to here? Or am I just going to leave it? And so I just left it. <laughs> I, I watched, I watched it all. And some of it, I was very bored by like they're 20, 20 episode seasons, maybe longer. Yeah, and there's what, six seasons? Yeah, like like my rule was Jar Jar Banks is starring in it, skip it. But I, I, I mean, if, if you watch it now, like I, I didn't and I, sh- I should have. I, I need to skip one or two. That's no, cheating. they're completely pointless episodes. Um, some of the Padme episodes don't need to be there. It's her investigating stuff. And it, I don't know, maybe you can still keep that in. Um, anything with uh, Ahsoka, you got to watch. Mm-hmm. Um, what else was there? I don't know. I, there were some other rules, but the, there's a website that like has every episode and it tells you if you should watch it or not. Okay. Maybe I could do that. Yeah. It would, it would save you a lot of time. Like, mm-hmm. and like there's some, like, I think it's season three, the first four or five episodes are this underwater war in this ocean planet. None. Of, I don't know. I thought it was kind of cheap and not cheap. I thought it was kind of like cheesy. You could skip all that. Like, like none of, none of that helps your overall story. Well, isn't the whole point of it to just show the different parts of the war going on and not just focus yeah, on like you don't need all like, I, I don't need to watch um I like I don't know how many times I can watch um clo- uh, droids being blown up like hmm. like and, and there's there's so little sense of danger in some of the episodes with the Jedi. Um, sometimes it, it would definitely shock me where they would they would build up a Jedi over a couple episodes and then kill kill it off. It's like okay, that was done well. Didn't expect, yeah. expect that. Um, but yeah, uh, Osaka is one of the best Star Wars characters ever, and all her episodes are you should definitely watch. Okay. Or I mean, I guess most of them. All right. Well, maybe I'll put that back on my list. See, now I'm uh, adding to my list again. Oh. I know. I, I would before the Rosario Dawson show starts, maybe just to learn some stuff about her. I mean, I think I've I've read quite a bit about her character. Mm-hmm. It's not okay. like I don't know about the character. Yeah. Um, like. But I definitely don't know like the minutia because I didn't watch like the show or anything. Even if you want to skip Clone Wars, watch Rebels. That is the best cartoon I think it's of Star Rebels. Wars. Uh, um, Freddie Prince Jr. is a Jedi, and um, he meets a young Jedi called um, Ezra. And yeah, oh- Ahsoka shows up a little bit in that when she's older, and there's some really cool stuff there. I, th- I think it's like, like is that it's like three the seasons. New, the new one ish. I don't know. Um, and he's supposed to be a fighter pilot on like a thing. Uh, no, I wouldn't say that. No, no, it, no it, I haven't watched this one at all. No, it, I, I thought it was gonna be a little kiddish, and someone at work convinced me to watch it, and it, it's it's the best of the cartoon. There's no filler or almost none. It, it's just it's just entertaining. It, it's very Star Warsy. 
Oh, I think it's resistance. I'm thinking of. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Resistance is a little. I didn't. One. I didn't like. I didn't like yeah. that at all. I, I, yeah. I was told to st- steer clear of that. Uh, but the 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 Star Wars Clone Wars um, like interstitials. Yep. That was yep. done by Jendi. Mm-hmm. Uh, that is just art. Yeah. Yeah. Fox it's told me to. Art. Fox convinced me to watch that, and I was like, not not disappointed. Um, first <laughs> well, of all, he was well. I did. But 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 she was definitely she kept bugging me about it, and I was like, fine, I'll watch it. Okay, this is pretty cool. Damn right. The Mace Windu <laughs> fight. The it's first. So good. So good. <laughs> uh, my my favorite part in that scene is how he like Mace Windu jumps out of there to like the little kid has a little bit of water. He's like, see, like doesn't say a word, but like points at him, like see you later, and just like jumps yeah. back. I was like, so yes, cool. You're doing it. <laughs> so ridiculous. Um, but yes. Anyway, <laughs> um, don't get us wrong. We love Lucky Number Eleven. Yeah. Uh, it's a great movie, and everybody should watch it. That's all Agreed. we're saying. Agreed. I really um, enjoy it. I don't have a lot of notes for the movie. One thing, the Charlie Chaplin story that he says in there mm-hmm. is true. Uh, wait, he, he, uh, he entered a Charlie Chaplin lookalike contest and got third. Yes, is that what it was? Okay, That's that true. is a wow. true story. Yes. <laughs> Um, I was supposed to look up the Schmoo comic strip. Um, yeah, but I, I know. I had no idea what they were talking about. Um, I know that is a thing. That was probably the only reference I think I didn't really catch. Or, or yeah, know but what that's it was. a that's a thing from like the 1940s. I want to say. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, 1948. Yeah. Okay. So like this is even before. Like that's it's way before like our time even. Um, yeah. So like it's a it's a deep cut. Um, but Hanna Barbera did a cartoon on it. I'm okay. sorry, I don't know this in the top of my head. I am actually googling this right now. Don't get me wrong. Um, but they did have a cartoon Hanna Barbera, 1979 to 1980. So it was one. Is that considered one season? I don't know. No. Uh, but yeah. But that's it. Yeah. But no, I don't know that much about it. Yeah. But they. But it is kind of creepy that they die of ecstasy uh, when they're being to be eaten. Like I just, I just think that's creepy. Wait, that's in the smoo, the smoo comic. The shmoo. Well, shmoo? no, that's Sorry. that's what that's what the boss was saying when he's like, "Did have you heard of the shmoo?" And he's like, "They they want to be eaten and stuff." And I was like, "Yeah, okay." Well, I mean, um, it makes sense. The rabbi would know it. Yes. Yeah, yes. that makes sense. I guess would that be kosher to him to eat the shmoo? I do not know. I have no idea. I don't totally understand the rules. Oh, and my other comment was, this was yeah. one of, so there was really good chemistry between Josh Hartnett and Lucy Liu. Oh my God. Yeah. They were so good together. So good. So good. And like you, you, you kind of believe their toy story and you believe their chatter and you believe their back and forth really well. Yeah. Um, and it's, it's like, it made me nauseous how cute parts of it was. And I was just like, ugh. God, but also swooned at it at the same time. I was like, oh, yeah. <laughs> no, I love when she just poke her head into the uh, apartment and like, like yes, <laughs> or Lucy Liu. Like they're so good together. They really. All right, are. we need to find a lucky number eleven too. <laughs> exactly. Um, but one thing I did realize about it is that this was one of the few times where they cast people yeah. where the woman is sub- substantially older than the guy. Oh, she, oh. she's 10 years older than him. Oh, okay. You couldn't yeah. tell visually. You can't tell at all. They look oh. about the same age. And Asian always looks younger. 
Um, but but yeah, I was kind of shocked. I also didn't think she would be that much older. I was thinking maybe like like I knew she was older. And so mm-hmm. I was thinking like two, maybe three years. But I was like, it's like a full ten years different. I was like, mm, yeah, that was interesting. Um, uh, one thing I did notice was she is the only woman in the movie. Like like that's a a main character. I don't even remember seeing another woman. By uh, there's his oh. ex girlfriend. So there's there's a new scene. Oh, that three seconds. Um, I think that's it. Like, I guess maybe in the background. Oh, oh his mom who gets shot. Uh, you know. Oh yes. But but like like speaking roles. Um, her and the ex girlfriend. That's it. Well, the ex girlfriend does get to. What did she get to say? It was an accident. Yeah. What he fell into you or? <laughs> Oh my god! Yeah. That was so this rough. movie does not pass the Bechdel test. <laughs> it does not. Two women de- do not interact at any point in time. They're not nope. even in the same room with each other. No, no. Um, and that happened a lot back. I mean, movies still do it now, but okay. not, not not as badly. Well, I mean, I think she was just a supposed to be a means to an end, but she was such a nice character that we're just like, I enjoy this character. I'm happy oh, so she good. was here. So good. Yeah. We want more Lindsay. Yeah, she wasn't. She wasn't like. Um, like usually when you have a character like that in a movie, like they're really one dimensional and boring where mm-hmm. I found she was very like dimensional. I don't, uh, she was, she was written well. Yeah. And acted she had, well, she had a personality, like you knew what she liked. Mm-hmm. She wasn't just in a Josh Hartnett, like I don't know, yeah. she was funny. Yeah. She was smart. It was yeah. one of the, the things I really liked about it. And she wasn't like a, I mean, they save her in the end kind of like a damsel, but really she wasn't like a damsel in distress or anything either. I don't even know if that's a saving. Like, like they, they were trying to con Mr. Goodcat, mm-hmm. but you know, you to can't try con and a, save her. Yeah, yeah. You can't con a world-class assassin. Exactly. But okay. he probably knew what they were doing anyway. Like, like he probably shot her there. Cause he knew what they were doing. He, he yeah. was probably 10 steps ahead of them. Oh yeah, probably. Yeah. Cause yeah. That's, those are his plans, right? Exactly. Yeah. Um, anyways, I think that's all I have for this movie. Um, yeah. but yeah, I guess we get to, well, we get to talk about Mad Max Beyond Thunderdome, but we're going to argue about more of like Fury Road or something, but whatever. <laughs> I still think you need to do a special uh, episode on Fury Road. <laughs> no, please. This is the episode. This is what you're getting. No, okay. <laughs> we need more. The fans want more. <laughs> Um, so yeah, uh, Mad Max Beyond Thunderdome. Yes, um, let's get into this. I, God, I, I sighed so much <laughs> watching this movie. I did a lot of sighing while watching this movie. Um, I don't know. <laughs> I haven't watched this movie in a long time. Uh-huh. I, I know even as a kid, I didn't like it that much. Like, I love, I love the Road Warrior. Mm-hmm. I obviously love Fury Road. We'll get into that later. Yes. But, um, the Road Warrior, my dad loved it, so he would play that a lot, and I love that movie so much. And then the first Mad Max is a very strange. Sorry, it's a very low budget Australian movie. Mm-hmm. It, it's barely set. It's kind of set in a post apocalyptic world. It's just more like the criminals have taken over. Well, um, all of Mad Max is post apocalyptic. Like, that's yeah, but no, whole... but the first one's not because necess- he's still a cop. Like, there's still some authority. There's still. Um, but isn't it doesn't that take place like right when the apocalypse? Because okay, so like I was trying to figure out a timeline for this movie because mm-hmm. Tina Turner, when you meet her, uh, says something very specific yeah. that before the apocalypse happened, she was nobody, which yeah. means she was alive when this happened. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so like 
based on this movie, I think it's been about 10, 15 years since um, yeah. the so in the first, has happened. In the first movie, Mel, Max Mel Gibson has um, a wife and a daughter, I think. Mm-hmm. So let's assume he's 20 to 25. Okay. Okay. And then the road warrior, sorry, his wife and daughter are killed by a biker gang. And then in the road warrior, he's on his own. You don't know how long it's been since the first movie. Mm-hmm. I, I, I think. And it looks like from in beyond Thunderdome, society's even collapsed a bit more. Like it, the world seems more desert. There's not even, there's yeah. not even like highways anymore. Like in the road warrior, there's still highways. And it seems like the, the desert's just com- completely taken over all that. Well, it seems, it seems sort of like they've been pushed out of the cities. Yeah. What's happened. So like, like this movie clearly takes place in Australia, right? Like, cause like, especially at the end where they like, quote unquote, fly to Sydney, they're not flying to North America or China or something like they're in Australia. So I think they're in the outback. Like there's a big area that's just Mm -hmm. like desert space and blah, blah, blah. So I think they've been pushed out there because of, all of what's going on and when they're out there it's more barbaric than i also i also think though like the world has changed because like when you see the sydney opera house near the end right there's a giant cliff next to it like it looks like the grand canyon kind of like when they're flying there's like a there's like a drop and and yeah that's because there's no water the water's gone that's supposed to be the ocean that's where the water would have been but oh well okay well that's a that's a huge like climate changing change but isn't like, that yeah. isn't that like half the problem in the mad max world is that there's no water well in the road warrior they're talking about like uh like I, the opening scene is like um stock footage of nuclear bombs and and climate disasters and mm-hmm. uh yeah so yeah i see what you're saying but like, but, but but what I'm saying is like they don't have to be so in the outback. I'm, I'm saying like the the land, even maybe around Sydney or uh, I don't know Melbourne, or it's completely different. Mm-hmm. So I, I I really think the desert's taken over. And in yeah, this one, sure. Like I it kind of. No, I have no way to verify or refute that. In well, well, you watched <laughs> the Road Warrior, didn't you? You said. No, no, I didn't. No, oh, I can oh, right. find Road Warrior or uh, the first Mad Max to watch easily. Yeah, the, so the first one's one a tough. And it's I been a tough watch. Fury Road. So yeah, yeah. that's right. Sorry, it was Fury Road. <laughs> I found them both a tough watch. So it's. <laughs> um, <laughs> well, I agree with you on this one. Like, I will admit, I was enjoying the first forty minutes or so. Um, uh, like I, I, I kind of like I like when George Miller creates a world. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh! One thing I was surprised was this movie has two directors. It's George Miller and somebody else. Really? And I was really surprised by that. Yeah, I I didn't remember that watching it previously. But oh, like, yeah. I'm like, and maybe George, maybe oh, because it, oh, it does feel like it does feel like two separate movies. Like mm-hmm. once he gets banished to the Gulag, which I don't understand. Like like when 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 the Wheel of Death, or whatever, and he gets on Gulag, mm-hmm. and they tie him to a horse. I thought he was going to go to a prison camp or something. That's what a gulag is. That is what a gulag but is. They yeah. just send him out to the desert. Also, I, yeah. why would you kill that horse? Like, I'm guessing a horse in this world is very expensive and hard to get. <laughs> I, uh, if you can't see this, but I'm shrugging and shaking my head all the time because I have no answers for you at all. But, I but anyways, like, um, yeah. sorry, I, I was kind of enjoying the movie up until that point, even though mm-hmm. it's not what I want from Mad Max. You know, I, I don't want him carless and I don't want him, I want him out there you know jumping from car to car and killing people anyway but uh 
Um, when he meets the kids, oh god! Even before I hate that. everything past that, I start hating it. Like honestly, I find the the action sequence don't make any sense. Like they just they just come out of nowhere. Yeah, and the way they're cut together, because even like the scene where you first meet, um, what's her name, Auntie Entity. I don't know why they called her Auntie Entity. <laughs> they had the strangest uh, names in this universe. Yeah, <laughs> I love it. Um, like. <laughs> Like when they're just like, oh, we're gonna like, and they attack him or whatever. It's like, oh, you've passed the audition or the interview yeah. or whatever. Like the way they cut the action in that sequence, I had no idea what was going on. Yeah, like, it's not. It's just, not very well done. It's not well done. So, and like I had nothing invested because that came so quickly in the movie, and I had nothing invested in the character of Max you know, within this or any other character so far yeah. that I was just like, okay, if you die, sure. I don't, I don't know. I mean, you know, this lady looks really cool in her chain mail outfit and crazy earrings, but oh, I, got, I, I, I kind of enjoyed Tina Turner in this, but she didn't do anything. I don't know. She had some silly lines. She had calling him a ragamuffin and <laughs> or something oh, or, yeah. or raggedy. Yes, she called him something stupid. It was the, really the, weird. No, like, she called him the Raggedy Man. Raggedy Man, thank you. Was. Yes, that's what it was. And, and I'm like, why? <laughs> I don't know. Have you seen everybody in your town? Like, it, yeah, yeah. Mel Gibson is the best looking guy here. <laughs> <laughs> He's also he had on the most clothes. Like, how could he be the Raggedy <laughs> One? You know, come on. Um, I did really enjoy the costumes in this movie. Like, they had some uh, similar costumes or outfits from mm-hmm. like the Road Warrior. Yeah. Especially like, especially like the biker, like the gang that he was fighting. Um, people had the same like spiked haircut and uh, like I, I've watched the Road Warrior fifty times probably. I can't even think of the last. Time I, I love I don't that movie. Remember anything about it? To be honest, <laughs> really? Yeah. Okay, we have to have a Road Warrior night, you and me. Mm. <laughs> and probably well, invite and, Mike. And like I like I well, this is one of the reasons why I was hoping to watch the first two movies before this one. Yeah. Um, because I was just like, I want to remember what the actual story of Mad Max is. I'm like, I know he's a guy. He always comes across like bikers. He goes, it's a cool car. And he like, he's a loner. Yeah. For some reason. They take away his cool car in this. Like, like why? Immediately, immediately. Like, okay. They do the same thing in Fury Road, but, 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 um, but, he gets to drive but he's in a things. cool truck and he's, he's doing cool things. Mm-hmm. And this, he's always walking. Like, like I really wonder if this movie had production issues, or this budget was cut, or something, or uh, maybe they were just trying I, to do something different. They're just like using cars all the time. What what would happen to Mad Max if we took away his car and made the movie PG and added a lot, a lot of children? Like, sorry know. to bring up RoboCop three again, but it, 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 it's the same thing. <laughs> I think he brought up RoboCop three before we started recording. So that's I know. <laughs> I, I hope. So, I hope so. Your audience is like not again. <laughs> like. I don't know why you take like a, a, a pretty fun rated R fan franchise and PG it up. Like, mm-hmm. like what, what kid is going to enjoy this movie for the, like, okay, maybe they'll enjoy the part when the kids show up talking gibberish, but, but um, are they really going to like the first 45 minutes? Well, I think it's more, like kids like, like when they say PG 13, they don't expect like a five-year-old to be in there. Right. Yeah. But they do expect like, a 14 year old and a, or a 12 year old. And those kids like when shit blows up, those kids like but there's so little of that. sequences and all that kind of stuff. I'm there, not there's saying a, no, there's a lame car chase at the, not, it's not a car chase. It's a truck on train tracks. I, yeah. Which I don't understand where those train tracks came. From. I don't either. And why are they not covered in sand? And I, I, 
And why is the, the little man suddenly dressed like an old tiny prospector? Like I was very confused. <laughs> I forgot about that. Yes, you're right. Like he was suddenly wearing like a three piece suit and had a monocle. I was like, what is happening? Yeah, like, yeah. I mean, where, did, where did this outfit change? Yeah, come he, had, he, broke he was all dirty and was in like weird daddy <laughs> leather. And then all of a sudden he's like three piece tweed suit and a monocle and what? <laughs> and he has records in the back. Like I was what? Yeah, I was very confused by that whole thing. Yes. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, you're totally right. Uh, a lot of things confuse me with this movie. Like, like, um, like, um, when when he first meets Tina Turner, mm-hmm. and like, there's that weird guy playing saxophone for some reason. I'm just like, what is, <laughs> what is happening? I, I kind what of enjoyed that. On? I kind of enjoyed. That. It was so weird. Though. T- like, Tina Turner runs Barter Town. She wants to hear some sax. <laughs> Now, what doesn't make sense to me is why you would try and kill Max in front of your saxophone player. Like, like a, 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 a random arrow went through the saxophone and ruined it. Now, now Tina Turner can't hear jazz. Yeah, she'll make it work, man. Yeah. And <laughs> it's, you could get anything you want in Barter Town. Yeah, but how do they make food? I don't. Well, they have the pigs. But they need the pigs for the the methane, which gives them the power. Yeah, but they probably have like a breeding stock or something. I guess. Yeah. That's, that's so it's an old pork to... diet. <laughs> yeah. Everyone's pretty thin for that. I mean, it depends how much pork you're getting a day, I guess. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> like, at least in Fury Road, um, we know there's water and there's greenery. Yeah, there's an irrigation you know. system. That exactly. Yeah. yeah. When mm-hmm. when uh, when Morton Mort Joe <laughs> releases the water and like, I, I assume there's food given out as well. But Barter Town made absolutely like, no yes. sense to me. Well, I mean, it's probably off screen. Yeah, sure. Yeah, because Fury yeah. Road's a perfect movie, right? Oh can't, my uh, god! There's, just... there's absolutely nothing wrong with it. It's... <laughs> oh, I gotta. Oh, well, I'm not. I'm not there yet. We can't argue about. I think that. we should We're explain not... to people that we've been talking about Fury Road for I don't know what five years. How long has it been out? It's been out for five years. Whatever yeah. year it came out, we've been talking about this movie ever since then. <laughs> <laughs> Tracy hates it. I love it. I do hate it. I think it's pointless. And I, I think I saw it three times in theaters. And does, it doesn't make it, it. There's no point to the movie, and it makes me angry. Totally disagree. Every wait. every time. Wait, okay. wait. Should we, should we park this until we're finished? Yes. With we'll, we'll, yes. Okay. Um, other things I've noticed about the dystopia yeah. is that why is dystopia so theatrical? Everything is theatrical. Okay. Yeah. Everything's <laughs> a big production, and there's like a dude in like a, a weird shoulder pad jacket thing and he's got like but his girls doing stuff and whatever. that's kind of the what stuff is- i enjoy like when he's walking through barter town like like they're, they're wasting gas willy-nilly and power and like, like if you have very little power why would you light up a sign yeah but wh- like my <laughs> question is no but how why is it the stuff that you like that's the stuff that frustrates me because it makes no sense in this world that they're building and living in yeah it makes no sense. So I'm sitting there going like, but why is this thing over there? Like, and it, the problem is too, is nothing else is happening. So you end up focusing on this stuff because there's nothing else to focus on. Because it's really good. It's really nice to look at. No, it's, it's, oh, no. I, uh, <laughs> you are wrong. I, I, I mean, I don't know. I, I'm wondering how much George Miller actually made of this movie. Like with the second director, I'm wondering if he did a lot of it and he took it. Like, I, mean, I, 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 I wish I read up on it. But it's his franchise, right? Like he came uh, up with it, so he I, probably makes something off of just the name. Sorry, I actually don't know if he directed the first movie or not. I, I think he did, but yeah. So the budget for this movie was ten million, and it oh grossed, wow, it grossed thirty six worldwide. Well, thirty six point two. 
Yeah. Um. Oh no! Sorry. Yeah, he did. Do, he's directed all the Mad Max movies. Mm-hmm. Okay, so he did do the first one. Robed. Yeah. Yeah. Well, obviously, it's so good. Oh. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. Sorry, sorry. Just a just a side uh, thing that I think you might agree with me on. I think it was during COVID. I was like, I was bored and like, you know what? I haven't seen Babe in a while, so I just threw on Babe. Mm-hmm. I forgot George Miller directed it. He directed Babe. He directed Babe. Also, I've and never watched Babe, so it's fine. You've never seen Babe. Oh, Tracy, it'll warm your heart. <laughs> oh, it is such a good movie. It, it's amazing the shots they get with these farm animals. Uh-huh. It, like, like, and it, I don't think there's any CG in it. The only thing I know about Babe is that Babe yeah. is a pig that talks, and then there's that'll Farmer. do pig, that'll uh, do. And that's all I need about it. I'm fine. And, and who says that'll do pig? Do you know who the actor is? Um, it's John something. No, it's James Cromwell, who's in Star Trek a lot. Oh, him? He's the farmer? Yep, Zephyrin Cochran is the farmer. <laughs> Maybe I will have to watch it now. No, yeah. that's not, no. But I'm kidding. Oh, yeah. oh, okay, I have to win a bet with you. You got to watch Babe. I, I think you actually might enjoy it. <laughs> it, it. It's crazy how they get animals to, oh, sorry, it, it's someone puppetry and real animals. And it, apparently it was painstaking to get some of the shots. Uh, yeah, ton- because they, they probably have to like record all day to get them to do the thing. Oh, yeah, yeah. It, it's amazing. I, I really I highly suggest you watch. add it to your list. <laughs> I'm shaking my head. But he also directed Happy Feet. Um, I'm trying to think what else he directed. Something also else never watched Happy Feet. Yeah, I've actually never seen Happy Feet either, to be honest. Let's but I, I. Oh, you got him up. He did okay. So not producer, want director. Uh, directed 19 things. Uh, I don't know a lot of these. Lorenzo's oil. He produced it. Three thousand years of longing. No I just idea. saw a, a, a thing <gasps> advertised trailer for it. Oh, now I understand why Tina oh, Turner. Oh, the witches movie. of Eastwick. Sorry, you, you like the that? Witches of Eastwick. Yes. So, so he directed Tina Turner's "We Don't Need, Need Another Hero" music video. But isn't that <laughs> song in Beyond Thunderdome? Is not the whole. Oh, is it? Oh, it? I didn't know that. Yeah, I think that song's on the song soundtrack. Oh, he was part of the Twilight Zone movie. Uh-oh. Oh. Do you know what happened with the Twilight Zone? No. <gasps> okay, so uh, the movie is, I think, four segments. Kind of like how the sh- it's like the show, right? It'd, it'd be like a thirty-minute, sorry, uh, be like a thirty-minute short directed by some famous directors, right? I think Spielberg did one of them. Um, the one by John Landis, I think his name is. Yeah, the director is named John Landis, and um, his segment was about a racist who um, gets sent back to the Vietnam War. And oh, no, I did to, not see this movie. Okay. He has to save two Vietnamese children. And John Landis was so um, not caring about safety. And there was two child actors on set. And a helicopter ripped them apart. Like, it, <gasps> fell, on, it fell onto them. It, it killed two children and an actor. Oh, my God. Yeah. And that, he did not go to jail for any of this. Like, like, Why? Like, I don't know. Like, like, first of all, you can't have kids on a night shoot. That was no. one of the things. Um, there was uh, there was explosions going off. Um, everything was done wrong, and nobody went to jail. These three people died. That is awful. And, and I hate to say, uh, Spielberg and Kathleen Kennedy were producers on this and had some culpability, but no one talks about it. Yeah, um, Spielberg did the segment "Kick the Can." Yeah, but he was also a producer of the whole the whole movie. The whole so thing. I mean, I mean, I don't know how much he had involvement in it, but 
uh, and then John Landis was allowed to go on and make other movies like coming to America and uh, uh, Beverly Hills Cop three, I think. Yeah, that's it's insane. He, he, he literally got three people killed. That is so gross. Sorry, two children killed. And yeah, so I'm not blaming George Miller for that. <laughs> no, he, he just directed one of the segments. Okay, I assume I assume safely. Anyways, yeah. See, we're talking about other things this time around because this movie sucks. Just saying. No, no, no. <laughs> uh, it's just the way we are. We, we go on tangents. It's not. We, we can't help tangents. it. We can't. <laughs> <laughs> I, wait, sorry. This movie does kind of suck. Yes. I, I agree. Um, everything with the kids like is just so dumb and. Okay, so I do have I, a question. I have okay. a question. Okay, so so there's Thunderdome. Mm-hmm. There's the people, and then there's Barter Town, right? And and what is it they call it like Underverse or Underworlds or whatever? Mm-hmm. Sorry, um, the, where the master yeah, what, master is, yeah. Which a lamest name ever. I disagree. I love the names in this movie. I love the names in all the Mad Max really? movies. Master Blaster? Come yes. on. That's like, you know how they make fun of Taserface in Guardians of the Galaxy? It's the same thing. Okay? They would laugh at you. I, I think it's a great name. Oh, Ooh, the top one's the brains. He's master. And the bottom one's, you know, the 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 muscle. He's blaster. So I was kind of sad when he, when, he got, when he got revealed. Yeah, <laughs> was he like, was like a kid with Down syndrome. I was like, no. Like, oh, my gosh. No. <laughs> But that's but one thing they do show a lot in all of the Mad Max movies. Well, at least the two I watched. Let me know if it's true. The other one. They do a lot of, I guess, because of like nuclear fallout and stuff. There's a lot of deformities. Yes. And a lot of missing limbs. Yes. Yeah. So, well, I mean, it's it's also a harsh world, right? So they've gotten into fights and you know, fighting over guzzling, as they mm-hmm. call it. <laughs> Sorry, I rolled my eyes there. Yeah, Tracy Sorry. made a face. I made a face. <laughs> Um, so anyways, what is she getting at? So, so based on what I think is the timeline of this movie, which is like, mm-hmm. it's been 10 to 15 years since the apocalypse, right? Well, where do these children come from? That's my question. No, well, this is where, this is where I'm going with this because yeah, okay, okay. you have a bunch of children that have clearly, maybe one of them was born before the apocalypse and lived through it and whatever, yeah. but there's like five-year-old kids and all that kind of stuff there. Yeah. How did they get there? Where the quote unquote adults that are supposed to be with them? Where is this fantastic tale they're coming up with oh, come from? That that I can I think I can explain. You can explain because I know there's the carving about like cat yeah. whatever that's obviously off of something. I, I think the captain crawled from the plane and died there, but he scrawled that first. I think. Yeah. Okay, and that is fine. Yeah. But all the stuff that comes before it and all of the 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 tale of like, oh, we're gonna fly you back into the city and the where is all of this prophesizing coming from? Like where I'm guessing the older kids like okay. I'm I'm kind of making this up on the fly because I, I do hate this part of the movie. Maybe this plane was full of like uh children for some reason. They were like refugees and they crashed and the older the older kids look after the younger ones. Maybe I, maybe all the adults died or they don't remember the adults as well. Yeah. But my problem is, is like the kids, like, okay. Even if the apocalypse was 10 years before the oldest kid there is probably 15. The the apocalypse could have been five or six years before. We we don't know. I I mean, (laughs) 
because the, because the, the first Mad Max, maybe the apocalypse hasn't totally happened yet. Like they don't talk about nuclear fallout. They don't like I, I don't remember the first one that well. I've only seen it once or twice. Um, like like biker like like biker gang a biker gang is tormenting Mel Gibson and kills his family. So there and there's still like some authority. There's still some um, uh, government in place. So maybe the apocalypse hasn't totally happened yet. Yeah, but in Road Warrior, it has happened. It looks like it has, yeah. Or, or maybe, but that could be like six months after Matt, the first Mad Max. Like, who knows? Okay. Oh, wait, wait, wait. Okay, um, he has the same dog, I think, from the first movie in, in the Road Warrior. Um, that doesn't mean much, though. It could, it could still be 10 years. Yeah, I, I, I don't know. See, so this is my problem. Yeah, right? so where do the kids because, come from? But yeah, because even if... Even if it was five years before and the oldest kid is 15, that kid was 10 and the youngest kid there is five. So like they just popped out of their the, the air and landed there and to be like little kids. The only thing that makes sense to me is they were on the plane as babies. That's the only thing that makes sense to me. But no, like all of like all of that doesn't make any sense. And the fact that I know Max is by himself and is disoriented by these kids and stuff, but he doesn't ask any questions. He doesn't like, where are the adults? How do you eat food here? What's going he, on? He also like, shoots twice at the the, the, the leader, the, the teenage girl. Yeah, because they're, she's trying to stop her from leaving, which makes A gun sense. he's never shot before. Yeah. Who the fuck know where that bullet, knows where that bullet's going to go? Oh, yeah. And then he cold cocks her in the face. I guess to try and save her life, but come on, Max. Yeah. There must be other ways to do this. <laughs> I don't know. Like, don't like, punch a teenage girl. Like she is. That's what I'm saying. She is clearly small enough that he could have just picked her up and like walked back down. Like he didn't have yeah. to, to punch her. There's no reason um, to punch her. But like, my my other question is like, why was she suddenly so adamant that she had to like leave? Where was she going? Um. So, yeah, it, it seemed like where they were was kind of nice. Yeah, it was nicer than like I know their quote unquote prophecy of Captain Jack. I'm doing a lot yeah. of quotation marks here, uh, coming back to take them to the the, the future place. Yeah. Um, and, but like he shows up and says, "There's there's no future place. There's nothing out there." And she's like, "Well, we're leaving anyway." All of a sudden, I'm like, "That doesn't yeah that doesn't make any sense." And, like, and she she gets that one kid killed in the sand pit. Yeah, because they're they're just like, well, we're gonna head out in the desert in the middle of the night in a direction that we've never gone before. Luckily, it was towards Barter Town. Right. <laughs> what, are the, so, what are the odds of that? I don't know, um, but like that whole thing didn't make any sense, and no. like a lot of this movie didn't make any sense because when they got no, back to right, Barter right. Town, you're just like. They're like, oh, we're going to find the little man because he knows things. Fine. But you get there, you realize he has no power, doesn't really know anything. But then you fight a bunch of people for no reason. And then mm. you escape going, somehow these magical tracks appeared <laughs> under a car that has been built into part of Border Town. And yeah. somehow still works and can just go. And suddenly he's <laughs> on tracks. And um, you're they don't i don't know where they're going nobody knows where they're going they just go yeah. out into nothingness so there's i, I again <laughs> another movie where i'm just i don't understand the I, point of this movie i i i i, I want to screw with you but i can't i this this is a bad movie I, like it's there's a reason why i haven't watched it in 20 years yeah yeah and, and i it think I, I really think as a kid i i only watched the um thunderdome fight which I kind of enjoyed, mm-hmm. and and then the car chase at the end, or sorry, the the rail chase, 
but 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 even then there's only like two or three good car crashes yeah it, and it's like the last 10 minutes of the movie it's and and also he meets his, his buddy i'm doing air quotes here from the from road warrior the pilot and oh, they don't yeah yeah the, the pilot well i mean friends a loose I wouldn't call it friend. But, but isn't he the guy who steals his, his his car at the beginning of this movie? Yeah, but he doesn't know it's Max. Okay. Because he shoots him with an arrow, right? And he falls out. And... But but in the Road Warrior, um, originally the pilot is uh, takes Max prisoner. And then and then Max's dog attacks him. And then Max takes him prisoner. Okay. And then th- th- they kind of become allies to help the, um, the, the town around the oil refinery. Okay. And then, and then the pilot meets a uh, so he meets a, a woman that he kind of likes in Road Warrior. So I guess this is where the kid comes from. I don't know. I don't know where she is, but like, but they never like. It seems like he recognizes Max, but then doesn't do anything to help him. And then Max just randomly stumbles on his house. Like, yeah, well, because he's was, following the kid. Yeah, but like again, like how lucky is that that the one way the tracks go lead to the pilots and the kids. Yeah. Car and, like the, and it looks like the kid had goes there all the time to set up to see who shows up, which doesn't make any sense because it's one track that had one car. Yeah, like, like like I mean, the dialogue in this movie is tough because people are not talking normally. Like, so maybe oh, we're missing something. That was my other problem with this. Yeah, movie. like the apocalypse was not long ago. You can still speak normally. <clears throat> like you don't. It you don't like the world doesn't blow up and suddenly you you miss your your articles and stuff like just. Speak words. Like, like I, I guess I understand the children more not speaking proper English, but the adults, I, I, I just like, what do you talk? Like in Fury Road, when they talk weird, I kind of, I mostly understand it because it, it's the religion that Immortan Joe has created around his people. And, uh, and that's one of the reasons I love the movie because there's so much storytelling through the w- world and, and just like, I know, Tracy's shaking her head. Nope. <laughs> Mm-hmm. And and I think she's trying to hold back a throw up. <laughs> just in my mouth, just a little bit. Sorry, sorry. Continue. I will. I want to. But, but like uh, Fury Road does such a better job of creating a world and making sense to me than this movie does. Like it, it doesn't. Road Warrior almost as good. Like it. Anyway, like like because they also talk in weird isms and 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 slang that we're not supposed to know. And but I I, I can tell what's going on. This movie I cannot. Yeah. See, like, I would understand the difference in language if they're like, the apocalypse happened 100 years ago or 50, even 50 years ago. I'd be like, all right, I get it. The language changes and you lose Mm -hmm. some people and blah, 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 education, all that kind of stuff. Fine. Right. But like 10, 15 years ago, come on. Like, you get, and all of these, like, all of the people that are adults in this movie would have been alive when the apocalypse happened. So they would have been, yes, speaking yes. quote unquote normally at that point in time. I mean, so most of them do. I guess to be fair to the movie, most of them kind of do speak mostly normal. It's more when you meet the children and it's like, what are they talking yeah, about? Yeah, but even the, 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 the master guy, the, the little guy, yeah, he, does, okay. he does not speak normally. No, but I don't know if that's because. Yeah, but I he don't. looks like he's like sixty. He's gonna. He would have oh, been oh, alive before the apocalypse. I, I think we were talking about this off mic. Um, he's in the movie Freaks, which is like from nineteen thirty-two. So he, he's at least seventy in this movie, I think. All right. Yeah. So, he, so he's definitely very old. <laughs> no, but even like, but I'm specifically talking as like the character in the movie. Like he would have been 
alive when yes, the apocalypse happened. Been, yeah, so he yeah. would have been living in the world and speaking quote unquote normally. So I don't understand mm-hmm. why like how he speaks is so different than anybody else. And he has to like speak in this like weird, slightly cryptic fashion. Like it just doesn't, it doesn't do anything. You know what I mean? Yeah. No, I, I hear you. Yeah. It, this is not a well done movie. No. Like it, it bothers me. Yeah. Like, and, yeah. Like, I, I, mean, I, I kind of hate how much I love Mad Max and I only like two out of the four movies. I have some grudging respect, not grudging. I have some respect for the first one because there's some cool car crashes in it. Um, yeah, it's it's just a, well, no, I can't I, I can't say I dislike the first movie. It's just it's just like it's um, it's an Oz exploitation movie. It, it's it's um, no, it's a genre. It's, I actually learned this genre from Quentin Tarantino. He would talk about um, certain Australian movies he liked from the '70s and '80s, and mm-hmm. it was it's called Oz exploitation. I don't know if this would actually fit in there. Now that I think about it, but I think the the first movie, like the first Mad Max movie, would yeah. definitely fit in that. But the like Road Warrior and stuff, I don't think. No, there. I think Road Warrior had more of a budget. Like it has to, yeah, it has to be like super low budget. There, yeah. There's a half an hour chase with a truck full of well, they think it's gasoline, but it's actually sand, and it's fantastic. <laughs> oh, you oh yeah, you did tell me this. Oh no, you didn't tell no, you didn't say this yet. Sorry, what, I was just sorry. looking. I was just looking up the guy who played Master. His name was Angelo Rosito. Yep. yep. Uh, he was born in 1908. So wow. When, yeah. So when this movie came out, he would have been. Wait, when did this movie come out? <laughs> the movie uh, came out early in 80s. 1985. 85. Okay. So he would have been almost 80 years old. Uh, 85 been, minus eight is 77. 77. Yeah. I've been drinking. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. He would have been 77 years old, which yeah. is crazy. Good for and him. his second to last credit is being in the next generation. So, Oh, I, Oh yeah. So we brought that up earlier as the, yeah. um, as one accuse, uh, uh, spectators, spectators that he's just, spectator. uh, when, when they're judging Picard on humanity. Yeah. His last credit was the other side of the wind. I don't know. No idea. That was, but but yeah. he has, he's been in a lot of movies. Wait, why? That movie came out in 2018. How was that? He died in 1991. Oh, they must have uh, used like a an image of him, or uh, like his estate probably got paid for it, or something, yeah. Or a flashback to I don't know. Who knows what that movie is? They probably had something on like a screen in the background. He's watching a movie, and he like he's like in it or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> um, but yeah. Um, yeah, this, uh, I don't know what to say about this movie. <laughs> um, I also made the comment that I was wondering, so, you know, when he's on the horse with like the gulag thing and they put that head yep. on him, my question <laughs> was like, how many of those do they have? Like the heads or is there like a papier mache guy who just makes those heads? Like that's his job to make sure that's yeah, so enough. He's just like, come time. on, <laughs> send somebody else to the gulag. I, like another, oh God. I need to eat. <laughs> I have four kids to feed. <laughs> He was like so happy. He's like, yes, yes. I get to make one. It's happening. <laughs> yeah. Well, like, I'll- I'm not going to lie. Like, uh, in this post-apocalyptic universe, there's a lot of wastefulness. Like, I probably wouldn't be driving around a muscle car. <laughs> right. That gets, I don't know what, how many liters to the gallon. Like, yeah. Like, if and gasoline is so hard to find. But also, all of those vehicles burn 
oil like crazy because all that black smoke and stuff coming out of it. Yeah. They're not. Fuel where, where are they getting this? <laughs> who knows? Who but knows? I mean, who cares? I just want to see car chases and and awesome explosions. And, and this is why you hate this movie because there's not enough there's explosions or the, car chases. I think it happens in the last 15 minutes, right? Uh, yeah, about, yeah. yeah Maybe that's 20? When, like, Maybe that's 20? When they're, they're on the, the track thing and the car is following them and they get on the plane. And, like, and, and there's a couple cool shots. I'll, I'll give it that. But, and maybe when the train car thing hits um, the bad guy with the, the skull on, the, on his back, I, mm-hmm. that's kind of cool. But, but that happens in Road Warrior and it's done much better. I, I guess. I, I don't know. I, I can't I can't say yes or no. I haven't seen it. This movie sucks. Like what a <laughs> um I did so like I was making a comment about like this movie being very like a very theatrical dystopia. And it just reminded me of a couple of movies that were kind of the same in the 80s, specifically Cyborg and Solar Babies. Where <laughs> Solar Babies. Wow. Okay. Oh I, I know um, what you're talking about. I know yeah. Solar Babies. Well, because like, well, Cyborg is like the Jean-Claude Van Damme movie where it is post-apocalyptic. It is yep. kind of like a desert wasteland and he's avenging his family. That's the whole thing. Yeah. Um, but again, it's kind of like a Terminator know. ripoff, right? If I, I, I haven't yeah, seen Cyborg but, in a while. Yeah, but it's it's more set in like Mad Max world than than anything else Mm -hmm. and so like you know resources are tough and like everybody's like animals that's why his his family gets killed and everything and he has to like avenge them but Mm -hmm. it's also very like weird and dusty and then there's like solar babies where (laughs) for some reason they're in the desert but they're all on roller skates and children have roller skates yeah you're just like what is happening (laughs) what are they actually skating on (laughs) (laughs) i love that you know solar babies i wouldn't have guessed that (laughs) Yeah, it's, it's a it's a movie that for years I thought was a fever dream. I'm like, there's this movie. Oh yes, we and have like talked about this. Yeah, there were like these kids <laughs> on rollerblades and blah blah blah. I think I've like found out what it was actually called on the podcast some time ago. Yeah, um, but yeah, no, Solar Babies just blows my mind. Like it just the whole concept and all of because it's the same thing. Like these kids escape from this encampment mm. where they're pretty much like slaves and they got to do work, but they're on rollerblades for some reason. But they rollerblade in the desert. And then they find yeah. like an oasis and they finally have like powers when the water is around them or yeah. you're just like, what is, it is what the is weirdest happening? <laughs> yeah. It is such a strange movie. Such a strange movie, but it's, I, very I, I think the budget things. of it was a lot of cocaine and a million dollars. Like <laughs> He's like, look, we got a stack of Coke and we got some money for all these roller skates and child actors. What do we do? Make it work. Yeah. Just do it. <laughs> just let it happen. <laughs> so weird. It is such a weird movie. Um, <laughs> no, but there, there's a lot of movies. Like I, I wish I could think the name of it. I wouldn't even know what to look it up online. But it's it's a bunch of dune buggies in the future uh, in the desert uh, fighting each other, and it is like such a ridiculous the movie. Cars I, themselves or people? Well, well sorry, sorry. There's people driving. It, it yeah. is a total Mad Max ripoff or Road Warrior ripoff. Is that it's like with, Death Race 2000 or something? Uh, I wouldn't call that a Mad Max ripoff. Um, but yeah, but yeah, that's that, it, wait. I, Wait, is is Stallone in Death Race? No, it's not. Uh, he yes, he is. Uh, he's the one with the grenade in his hand, isn't he? Oh no, 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 sorry, no. He's one of the bad guys in Death Race 2000. Because there is a movie. Um, oh, I think I know what it is. Oh, is and I hated movie? I hated to admit that I enjoyed the remake of the Death Race 2000 with Jason Statham. There was some cool car crashes in it. It was so cheesy. <laughs> I, I know, I know, but it, 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 I just want to see some car crashes. 
Oh my God. You just want to see shit blow up. I'm a simple man, Tracy. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not disagreeing with you on that one. Just remember that. Okay. (laughs) Um, Is it Cannonball? Oh, that's like, isn't that like the um, Burt Reynolds movies? Yeah. Yeah. No, yeah. That's it's David Carradine. That's David Carradine. Oh, it is. Okay. Yeah. But but that's a whole genre that I don't really know very well. Like the yeah. 70s that's just that's American just like car, car race. Shit, yeah. Like Dukes of Hazard, kind of like that was a TV show. But um, I don't know those movies very well. Mm-hmm. I, I've definitely seen. I've, I've seen the original Death Race. Yeah, I've seen the original Death Race, and I saw the remake. Um, yeah. I don't know what I expected. Like I expected better or something. I don't even know. But yeah. no, it's just. It's just all kinds of wrong. <laughs> but I did admit, like, with Death Race, at least, like, the car crashes are pretty cool. And you spend a lot of time going, oh, oh. Ooh, There's an awesome dead. transport truck crash in that movie. <laughs> yeah, Death Race 2000. That's also David Carradine. Really? Yeah. Oh, David maybe Carradine he's the hero. Gone. Maybe he's the one with the grenade in his hand. He wants to win the race, if I'm, if I'm right, to, uh, to meet okay. the president. So, so he can shake Carradine. his hand and blow him up. David Carradine's name is Frankenstein, and Sylvester Stallone's <laughs> name is Machine Gun Joe Viterbo. Okay, makes sense. And then the girl's name is Annie Smith. Oh, wow. Thanks, movie. <laughs> Way to give her a cool name. Wow. <laughs> and there's also one more girl. Her name is Calamity Jane. Oh. Oh, and there's Matilda the Hun. <laughs> you know what? They're probably all wow. the side pieces of the male drivers. Exactly. I, I doubt. Uh, I, I I doubt there's a few. I mean, maybe there's one, but if it's going to be, they would only have one female driver. God. <laughs> there's also roll. Is it Rollerball? Is it that one? Well, these movies always have great names for their characters. Let's see, let's see what's Rollerball about. Isn't oh, that is not essentially like um, that's what James Con. Yeah. Oh, I know this movie. I yeah, yeah, movie. yeah, yeah. He's um. It's like Ro- roller derby, but like rollerball gets um yeah. uh, uh gets and they a did a re- sponsorship. Yeah, oh, the, they do oh, a remake of this movie with the guy from American Pie. Um, yeah, the football guy sucks. <laughs> I did not watch the remake. Ugh. Well, because I really liked the, I, I really liked rollerball. My dad, we used to have that on VHS. I don't know if I watched so, this whole movie. Yeah, it was fun. Like uh, until the corporation got involved, um, rollerball is like sort of safe. It's a little dangerous, but then they make it super dangerous, and James Con friends die, uh, friend dies, and he's they, like, they, no, "I'm not having any of this." <laughs> they've got like dudes in like like um, motorcycles on the rollerball court. What is happening? Yeah, uh, yeah this is this is like a whole genre of kind of post-apocalyptic. Like even like the Running Man, you could say like. Oh yeah. So like it's not cars, but it fits in the same. I'd kind of put them in the same genre. Yeah, there was a there was a lot of like, you know, like clear fight for your life things. Yeah. You know, like you're gonna do a thing or else you're gonna die. Like that's just what's gonna happen. Yeah. Yeah, because I did. I really I liked um, the Running Man. It's super cheesy if you watch it now. Like it's so bad. Oh yeah. But it's just so much fun. Like all those all those like um, Schwarzenegger movies are just great oh yeah i love it. um i actually uh, I, um, this movie made me think of a schwarzenegger movie do you remember when they're turning off the power like the like the, the underworld's turning off the power to the uh barter town yeah and, and everything's shutting down it kind of reminded me of like total recall when, it, when um uh Catherine jellico is turning off the air 
Oh, yeah. Cause I, he's like I, I, I can't think of his real yeah. name. I, I, what the hell is he? Uh, Ronnie Cox. When Ronnie Cox is, sorry, the great Ronnie Cox is turning off the air to the Martians. <laughs> <laughs> sorry. Yeah. I, I, my brain went to Jellicoe because we both love Star Trek. <laughs> I mean, I understood. It's okay. Yeah. Oh, Ronnie Cox, also the bad guy in Robocop 1. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> oh, oh, wait. Uh, I have a thing about. Did you? Okay. You like the movie Dark City, right? I do. Yeah. I, I know you own it and I, I like it a lot too. I, I don't know many other people who know it. Did you recognize an actor in this movie from Dark City? Now, this again was cheat Like it was accidental cheating. I was looking up the actor and I just noticed a credit. I was like, oh my God, I can't believe it's so-and-so. Okay. I'm not cheating. I'm just looking at, I'm looking at the, the faces. Yeah. Oh wait, isn't it? Isn't it? No. Yeah. No. Wasn't he in Dark City? The guy uh, which, who plays the who plays the like the pilot dude. Yep. The, ding the, ding the, ding. The yep. Yeah. Yep. He's Mr. Wall in Dark City. Yeah. Yeah. And and I looked up Dark City, Mr. Wall. I was like, oh my god, how could I forget him? <laughs> He's the one with the crazy knife. Like that he opens out, it up. Yeah. And, yeah. Does all Dark the weird City. stuff. Dark City is such a strange movie. I, <laughs> it is, but it's like, well, I think that's the problem with the movie. It's not even that it's a bad movie or anything, but I find like it's so somber and the pacing is so slow that most people kind of I, I don't fall find out slow. of it. I don't find it slow. Uh, I just find the uh, sorry the pacing really interesting. Oh yeah, it's it's such a cool and like when you figure when you find out what it is like what's happening, it, it's like I, I saw that in theaters luckily and I was just blown away know if i saw that one in theaters i don't i think i would have seen that in theaters if i bought it because i don't think that would have been something i saw on tv mm-hmm. but it was like i have to get that thing it wasn't a big hit so would it even have been on tv like i don't even know like maybe on the sci-fi channel eventually yeah no it, it has definitely shown on tv yes yeah. but it's not one of those ones that you know like some movies you see all the time on tv it's definitely not it's one it's one of those like uh every like five years you're just like dark city is showing Okay, I guess I'll look at that now. Yeah, it yeah. happens. It happens. Yeah, well, whenever your episode was like on Dark City, I rewatched the movie just so that when I listened to it, I could like, because I, I, I didn't see, I watched the movie like once every five years, maybe or something. Mm-hmm. It's also not a movie that comes to mind when I think I'm like, you know what? I feel like watching some sci fi or something. Yeah. It doesn't come to mind immediately because so many others like just like pop in your 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 brain first because they're they're so big or they're so well known and like or they're more flashy or yeah you yeah. know because because even sometimes I think about um like some of the movies I rewatch all the time I'm like why there's so many more that are better but I just enjoy these like I I've, I've watched Fifth Element way too many times mm-hmm. but I just it's a great a movie good, I just in have a good time watching it i think yeah of course so but like dark city is one it's kind of like somber and weighty and so it's just like is this what i want to watch yeah Yeah, and especially if you know what's what's coming like it it maybe takes away a bit from it like i don't know like i think so i I think i think like with lucky number seven for example even though you know what the ending is gonna be it's true it's a fun ride it's a fun ride and like it's like the getting there and then the the figuring out the clues to the puzzle earlier on you're like Mm. oh yeah that's that thing over there and that's the thing happening over there oh he walked past this thing here oh so that's the clue to that oh you know like it's (laughs) it's the piecing together stuff that make the rewatch fun yeah Mm -hmm. because that's even like um uh knives out for example i've watched that movie a couple of times and then 
how the the detective pieces the story together and i know it, it ends up being just like a drop on the girl's shoe you know that she didn't she missed and stuff but the retelling yeah. of everybody's story and the recapping of the events and like how in their mind it's this way how it's some other way and then you put the other parts together and you, you figure it out kind of thing yeah 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 netflix bought knives out two and three i really hope they don't fuck it up i really hope too it's still yeah. gonna be ryan johnson who i really like um mm-hmm. I know you don't like Last Jedi. I won't get into that. <laughs> we don't have two hours to talk about. <laughs> we don't. No, <laughs> we haven't. We haven't bitched enough about Thunderdome yet, and we haven't had a proper argument about. Uh, it's true. Yes, I still think Everything. we should save Fury Road for a special episode. <laughs> I, I don't know if I'm, I'm I'm sober enough or smart enough to talk about it properly. <laughs> my problem is is that I forced myself to watch that today, and I spent the whole time rolling my eyes and sighing oh, and being frustrated. Why? It's it's a masterpiece. So I need to talk about it today, or else we're not talking about it. I don't want to have to watch it again. This and bye. I, I just I just I just stop now. <laughs> bye, Tracy. <laughs> It's just I just trick you every couple of years to watch. I know. You're like, ha, you watched it, huh? <laughs> you know. Son of a bitch. Smoke bomb. <laughs> um, oh, I know. All right. Horrible. So wait, I don't know if I have anything else to say about. Um. Oh, this uh, movie. To me, two two things in this movie reminded me of Indiana Jones. Oh, okay. Um. So there was the part where he walks into Barter Town. And mm-hmm. the guy shows up and he's like swinging the knives and he's just like, and shoot- he pulls out the gun and just shoots him. Ugh. That was the first time I, I remembered. I'm like, oh my God, this is a PG-13 movie. Like, like, yeah. When he shoots him above his head and breaks his like feathers. I was like, yeah, I, I, had, I was like, oh yeah, this isn't rated R. Like the first two. Yeah. and then Or the, or, next, or the fourth one. Uh, right. And then the next <sighs> thing was when um, they're back at Barter Town and he's running after that one guy who saw them. And he's like running after him and like they disappear into the mist and then he comes running back mm-hmm. and then yes. like a bunch of them. I was like, oh, yeah. the Indiana Jones thing again. I was like, all right. And I checked. Indiana Jones did come out before this movie. Yes, it did. So I think that's where they're getting some of their uh, things from. Yeah. Like this movie's kind of lazy in a lot of ways. It is. I, I'm not saying no. It's such a disappointment. <laughs> I spit on your movie. <laughs> I mean, they spent a they spent a lot of money clearly on like their costumes and stuff, um, but then they just didn't know what to do with any of it. So. Like, I'm I'm guessing I'm guessing ten million dollars in 1985 is I don't know 25 now or no, it'd be more than that. I think probably right. like 50 million or something. All right, inflation calculator, you'll, you'll know. <laughs> but um, uh, so I'm doing Canadian. Okay, that cost 10 million. In 1985, it'll be. Oops, I did that wrong. <laughs> it's 23. Well, this is Canadian. Uh, this is 24,000. Sorry, sorry, sorry. 24 million dollars. 24 million. Okay. Yeah. That's so, a, so, that's, so that's, that's an recently. okay budget, but yeah, I don't know. <sighs> they they really wasted it. They did. I think they wasted everything. And I can't stress enough how annoying the stuff with the kids is. Mm-hmm. I don't want to see Mad Max not in a car surrounded by children. Yeah, who, but also the who children, asked for that? <laughs> but the children, the thing is, the children can be there, but they don't do anything. And there's, there's no point to them. Yeah. You know, like there's, there's, they, they don't help in any way. They don't add to the story. Yeah. 
and they just end up in barter town and there's a weird fight for no reason and you're just like why are these kids here in the first place you know yeah. um, but also like- one of my my things is is that the kids they go to barter town with they they left a bunch of kids in the oasis or whatever oh that's right what happened they flew- to those kids did they fly like, back to get them i doubt it I just- but in the but at the end of the movie, they have that girl talking to like a group. So did they uh, like who yeah. are those kids? I I don't even know. I guess they flew back. Like, but but well, why I, is the why is the pilot all of a sudden looking after all these kids? Like I don't know. It, it didn't seem like he. I don't know. Like, but also when she's making that speech, you realize she has like a baby in her hand. Well, so like, do, do you remember that prisoner who got away from the the pig shit dungeon? Or, yeah, I, I I assume that's his baby, which is kind of gross because she's a teenager and he's. But, Actually, if you see the crowd of them, there's several babies, not just one. She's oh God, are, baby, are they all his kid? Ew. I don't know. But this <laughs> he's is, the this only is... he's the only adult who could probably produce sperm. Maybe the other. But there's also the boy? there's also the pilot. Ah, oh, that's even worse. <laughs> I'm not saying it's not. It's, I'm saying it's gross. So you're saying the movie ends on a weird sex cult? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Yes, but you have to you have to remember the before time I don't know. <laughs> it so bad Ew. yeah we, we'd marry or you'd have uh, one father never mind I, yeah. and oh, I so- thought it, I thought it was weird too when they do a, like after she's doing this the they show like the city that they're in or whatever yeah um and they pull out and there's 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 skyscrapers in the city still and wait sorry do you know who didn't pull out was the pilot? We're not. We're not. <laughs> no, we're not doing this. What? No. Sorry. sorry. No. <laughs> sorry. I hope Tracy's mom's listening to this. I'm sorry, oh, Tracy's mom. <laughs> uh, Go on. But, I'll, I'll shut up. But there's 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 skyscraper. There's tall buildings. Maybe not. They're not like 50, 60 stories, but they're like twenty stories high and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. But there's lights on at the top of those buildings, and I'm just like. Oh wait! So the, the 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 teenage girl said they lighted up the city on purpose in honor of Matt of Max. Mm-hmm. I don't know how. Maybe they found pigs and. <laughs> well, the way the the city's lit up, it's not like all of the lights are on. It's like random lights on different I, floors. I think it's where they're living. But this is my problem. You have a twenty-story building. Who's living at the top of a twenty-story building when there's no other power? There's no elevators. How are there going to be elevators? Yeah, that's right. just craziness. I will give the movie credit. I did enjoy the modeling work of the dead city. Yes, it looked it, nice. it looked pretty cool. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I thought that was well done. Well, there's there's one, and, and that was like thirty seconds of a movie yeah. in the movie. <laughs> yes. Oh God. Um, uh, yeah, I. I honestly didn't expect to hate it as much as I did watch yeah, it. Me, me either. I was like, oh, you know what? I, as a kid, yeah. I didn't like, I probably didn't appreciate that certain things. Uh, mm-hmm. I forgot, I forgot all about the children until I started watching it. I was like, wait a minute. I what thought happen- the children was in the other movie. Too. What happens after Thunderdome? Like, oh, oh, sorry. So there is one child in the Road Warrior. Remember? I don't know if you remember. It's a feral no. child and he, and he has a boomerang. Okay. And then he becomes obsessed with Max and like tries to join him in the truck as they're trying to get away. Okay. And, and that is done perfectly. <laughs> you know, it, it, the kid's not annoying. I mean, the kid doesn't talk because he's a feral desert child, but, but that's an example where I'm like, this kid is not annoying. I, I, like it, this is kind of fun. He, he cuts, he cuts off a guy's hand when he throws the boomerang and he tries to catch it. 
And then all the bandits start laughing. It, it's a great scene. <laughs> wow. Like, hey, awful. that guy's hand gets cut off. It's hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> what is wrong with you? I love the road warrior. <laughs> um, I don't remember. I literally don't remember anything about that movie. Okay, Just we have we have to car. watch it. Like, I really like Fury Road, but I think I do like Road Warrior better. I don't like it, so fine. Sure. So it's only up. It's all, it's all uphill from here. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, the funny thing is, so so this movie was actually bought for me by my mom when I started the podcast. I was going to ask why you own it and not yeah. not not the better one. Yeah, she she actually bought two movies for me. And the funny thing is, is that so she tried, awesome. to, <laughs> she tried to disguise what she was trying to do uh-huh. um, because uh, so at the time, like I remember this whole story because I thought it was ridiculous. Um, so I had just started the podcast and uh, it was around my birthday and she was going to go see my aunt in New York. Okay. And she was like, um, you know, like she gets bored of my aunt's place and she's like, are there any movies you can recommend for me to watch and blah, blah, blah. My mom's very picky about movies. She likes action movies, but they can't be, there can't be swearing or too yep. much sex in it. And all yep. that I've always, I've always just say no cussing. Yeah, there's no cussing. No cussing is allowed. And uh, she loves Tina Turner. And like oh, okay. I, I, rattled, I rattled off a whole bunch of movies. And I'm just like, well, I guess you could do like Mad Max on Thunderdome because there's action. Tina Turner's in it. Sure. You know, and um, and so it's like, oh, and he, I told her a bunch of other movies and she's like, OK, that sounds good. And then for my birthday gift, she hands me like these two movies. And I'm just like, this is not what? No. The whole point of the podcast is not to have more movies. It's to just watch the movies I have. And she's yeah. like, well, you recommended them. So I heard they were good. I'm like, if I knew you were getting me movies, I would have said completely different things. Yeah, like Robocop 1 to 3. Exactly. <laughs> uh, no, actually, one of the movies, well, the other movie is The Man from Uncle. I actually really like that movie. So I was very happy about it. Uh, um, that's that's with, um, uh, oh, what's his name? Henry Cavill and uh, Army Hammer. Yeah, I don't know if I've actually seen it. I know you like it great movie i'm trying to think like i i'm yeah that might be on one of my lists like i, I don't know if i anyways oh. sorry go on yes <laughs> I interrupted. um but uh but yeah i definitely would have said i'm happy that i got man from uncle but i'm not happy i got this one i i definitely would have said something completely different mm-hmm. i've been like i would have probably gotten like demolition man or something like that Ooh, great to add on there yeah that yeah, is one movie that... i'm sad i don't have but also it's a movie that shows on tv all the time so yeah. I'm okay with it. Yeah. yeah, but can't you when you get to Z? I don't know if you own any Z's. Maybe go back like alphabetically to movies. I you, do you, own you, a Z. You, or, or, or okay. Uh, so, so when that one's done, like, what the hell could it be? Anyways. Um, oh, you uh, can't, what, oh, you can't. You can think of what this movie is. Come on. Uh, Zoolander. It is not Zoolander. It is a funny movie, though. Oh, shit. I, I need a clue. Um, I've had a few vodka sodas. <laughs> <laughs> Elizabeth Banks is in it. She's in a lot of movies. Um, I, I don't know. There's a thing with a coffee shop. Oh, Zach and Mary make a porno. Yes, there you go. There we go. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, maybe when you get to, when you're when you're done that movie, you mm-hmm. go back alphabetically to movies you wish you owned to keep this going. Hey. Yeah, yeah. 
I, I love coming on here and I love listening to your podcast. So I don't okay. want to. Dang. Yeah. I take like recommendations from people like what's good. Ooh. Hey, Max Fury uh, Road. <laughs> no, that's not. No, that's not coming on. This does not count. I'm not mm-hmm. doing a great job. <laughs> <laughs> this cannot count. <laughs> Mike Suderman will have my head. Yeah, but it's going to be movies <laughs> I wish I had on my shelf, but that's definitely not going to be one of them. Well, can you do like a your friends wish you owned or, uh, you know, so then then you're introduced to movies that like aside from Fury Road, like mm-hmm. you like, you know, hey, have you ever heard of this movie? Oh, you haven't? I, w- I wish you had this one. I guess. Oh, just thought. Guess. Well, that's like five years from now. It's fine. I, it's true. Okay. Yeah, but I hope you're still doing this. <laughs> well, four years from now, I think. Four years? I think it's four years. Yes. Okay. It's, oh, it's no, going to be a while. I'll be 44, 45. Ah. <laughs> Old man. <laughs> Old man. What's a movie? <laughs> I hope yeah, you have well, Holodex by then. Oh, imagine. Oh. <laughs> I, I, no, see, I'd have to stop doing the podcast because then I'd be creating yeah. hollow novels. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, was, I was about to say, uh, uh, what's on my hollow shelf? <laughs> <laughs> I'll get one of the famous Jordi LaForge ones. It'd be amazing. <laughs> it's yeah. you and Leah Brahms. <laughs> <laughs> God. <laughs> Sorry, I made you a lesbian. Uh, it'd, be, it'd be all of us to be like, hey, show me your engine. Mm. Can I can I get my hand in that dilithium chamber? <laughs> oh my god! Is that and a nice linear chamber in your pocket? Or are you funny. happy to see me? <laughs> it's a dilithium crystal, duh. <laughs> oh yeah, isolinear chips are probably small. Yeah, it should be delight. Yeah, never mind. Uh, you're talking about isolinear chips. <laughs> okay, this has to uh, this has to stay in. Okay. Thank you, Tracy. If my stupid song is staying in this essay, my one demand. <laughs> uh, yeah, our Star Trek innuendo, it has to be in there. Yes, yes, please. <laughs> um, just, so the, just so the viewer knows, we talked for 45 minutes about Star Trek, which I think is all getting cut. So it, Yes, I, I, don't, I don't know if people can sit through all of that. They're going to be like, No, what? no, that would, yeah, that's only for you and me, really, and a handful of other people. Yeah, <laughs> that's gonna be that's gonna be like a Patreon. I'm like, look, this is what we talk about. <laughs> Patreon exclusive. Shot and Trace talk trick. Oh my god! Imagine like every week we do that, and we're like, what? Yeah, <laughs> so much. <laughs> um, yeah. So, um, so you want to talk Mad Max Fury Road or not? Yeah, I, I mean, I, I don't know if I'll do it justice, but I'm gonna try. All I'm saying is, I tried to give it a chance again. I rewatched yeah. it. Still think it's a pointless, stupid movie, and it makes me angry. Okay, um, let's start on a. Po- what do you like about the movie? Um, just what are some like, pros? It's it's pretty, I guess. Like, there's <laughs> visually there are things in it that are coolish to look at. Yeah. Um. Uh, That's it. I guess Furiosa is a decent female character. Um, she is like, yeah, she's tough, but she's super one-dimensional. But I guess everybody's one-dimensional in the movie. It's fine. Um, what about Tosa Knowing? Like, like her journey is amazing. Who and what? Oh, uh, Zoe Kravitz. That's her name. Tosa Knowing. <sighs> oh, you clearly are not paying attention. What is, what is her journey? She just sits in the back and she's like... You're not supposed to ask me a follow-up like, question. She has like a gun sometimes that she tries to reload and she apparently can count to like 39, I think it was. She's but a very whatever. good counter. Ugh. But yeah, anyways. 
But yeah, my my only thing about it is, you know, the visualness of it is cool. Mm-hmm. Just like Zack Snyder, I hate Zack Snyder as a director, but his visuals, you can't argue, are lovely. When they're not too CG, yes, I, I, yeah. I agree. Because even a movie like Sucker Punch, beautiful movie. Oh, but what a dumb movie. Garbage. Oh, Absolute so garbage. Agreed. And that's how I feel about Mountain Max Fury Road. Not to talk about Zack Snyder too much, but man, he started off with a bang with Dawn of the Dead remake. I was like, I loved, I loved the original Dawn of the Dead. Yeah. And lately I've been watching his more often than I watched mm-hmm. the original. Like, it's really good. Yeah. Wait, he's I, so, he did the the uh, the Netflix <coughs> one, right? That's three oh hours God. long for some reason. Oh, God. It was the, uh, so bad. Was so, so stupid. Bad. Yeah. Um, uh, Army of, not Army of the Dead. Uh, no, is it Army of the Dead? Is it? Maybe. Yeah. Okay. And, and there's a spinoff movie with the safe cracker on Netflix? Yeah, and it's like a prequel or something. I'm like, I why? Know. I don't know. I, um, but I, yeah, I finally got around to watching it and I sat there watching it. I'm going like, why am I torturing myself with this? This, like, is, uh, this is stupid. I kind Okay, I enjoyed it on some levels because it's so bad. Like, it's so mm. bad it's fun sometimes. Some of the gore and the death was fun. Like, like people like head smashing in and uh, some of the kills I didn't expect. But overall, it's a really dumb movie. Yeah. It just—it's absolutely pointless. I've been kind of shitting on Netflix tonight because I do love Netflix, but I wish they'd step it up. Like they gotta stop giving these directors like hundreds of millions of dollars to make mediocre movies. Yeah, but I think, to- I think the problem with Netflix is which they have started to cut back on, but I think they've started to cut back in the wrong places. Um, they were just giving people money, make what yeah. you want, here you go, like- which is great for allowing creative people an outlet but also some of those creative people should not have been given that money now and, i I've not, I've not seen this but the mike myers show um whatever about the guy from oh, canada I haven't watched that either, either yeah because i hear it's complete shit it, it's so unfunny like nobody told him no somebody's got to tell people no every once in a while yeah like you gotta have some like hbo doesn't put out they make the odd shitty thing but you know, generally, like, you know, something good comes out once a month. And I'm fine with that. I, I don't need 10 things a month that I'm not going to be able to watch because it's too much content. Well, and that's I, and that's the problem. I think Netflix um, is all about creating content now instead of yeah. just providing content. It's because they don't own anything. Or, yeah. I, I mean, I mean, till like, what, five, six years ago, that's when they started really ramping up. Oh, mm-hmm. probably even longer. No, I think it's been longer than that. Yeah, yeah okay. Yeah, when they started, like, House of Cards and um, like, that was some of the first shows they started making. And I think House of Cards was their first big show. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Now, don't get me wrong. Netflix is my favorite. I always have Netflix as a streaming site, but man, like they're not going to survive as a company if they keep just giving Zack Snyder two hundred million dollars to make garbage. But I mean, this could be us being old. Talk like maybe teenagers love this movie, and this is like their. I don't know. Like, well, that this is one of my biggest problems. Is I don't actually understand how. I know they say they they choose programming based on metrics and stuff like that. And some shows, it's clearly you understand, like things like Stranger Things and stuff. Mm-hmm. Sure, lots of people watched it. Yeah, good metrics. You know, they're gonna remake it. But but there's also a lot of shows where people love the shows, but they cancel it because of metrics. And you're just like, but the show's very popular. People love the show. Why is it being canceled? Like, you know, stuff like that. Do you think of an example? Um, they did one recently where it's just like they canceled that show. 
Well, I know there was Friends from College. Um, there was oh, that one. Oh, that was Netflix. Um, oh, I don't know. Yeah, that if I remember, that was Netflix, wasn't it? I I didn't want. I think Alicia watched it. I, I didn't watch Friends, it. It was great. Like yeah. it was really good. Yeah, I know a lot of people liked it. Um, I remember they canceled Santa. Cl- Cl- yeah, it was Netflix. It. it was okay, uh, and I was very upset. I, I I enjoyed that show, and I know other people were talking about it, but I, I don't know if it was. Popular it was. I know I know quite a few people who watched it, but a lot of people in the second season kind of was like, mm, it's not good. Yeah, it wasn't as good as season one. That's true. Yeah. Um, but like uh I loved French from college and it is Netflix. Um uh, Glow, I was sad when they canceled it. Yeah, I didn't I what I wasn't. Um, I, I really like Glow. I didn't I found it really boring. I didn't like any of the characters. What? <laughs> I really didn't like any of them. And wow. I watched I watched like three or four episodes so i didn't i didn't watch like one episode or anything i watched like three or four episodes and i was like i don't i don't like anything that's happening just okay no wasn't for you no i didn't Um, like wrestling (laughs) i liked it like i because that's the thing like it seems like a show that i'd really like and i get into Mm. um but i just could not get into it at all it was just no um there was like literally just the other day, there was one I was just like, oh my God, they're canceling that show. And I can't remember what it is. Oh right no, now. I hope you're not going to break my heart. I, I think <laughs> I am just, no, I've, I'm just watching so much content lately. And the thing is, is a lot of it is just rerun content, not new content, but I'm also still forgetting what I'm watching on a regular basis. It's yeah, that's some, that's why I, everything I watch, I rate on a IMDb so I can like go through it sometimes and be like, oh yeah, six months ago I watched this. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's true. Because you're right. There's just so much to watch and it's hard to... It's hard to keep track. Yeah. It's impossible. Because <laughs> um, on like on average, like right now, I think I have like 10 shows on the go. And then I'm watching movies for this and then I'll ra- watch movies in the theater and then I'll watch something yeah. interesting if it's on TV and blah, blah, blah. So I'm just like watching a lot of things. Yeah. And and I play video games. So that eats up a chunk of my week where I could be watching TV or movies. Mm-hmm. But... Yeah. Also, I have a full-time job, guys. So that's taking up a bit of time, too. Ugh, well, I'll be like me. You got to quit and live <laughs> off the government toll. The teeth, I mean. <laughs> that's how you do it. That's how you Thanks, get Trudeau, for my Netflix subscription. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, did you just steal his password and watch what he watches? <laughs> he doesn't he, know. He watches some dark shit. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, sorry. We should uh, go back to Fury Road. Yes. <laughs> Um, but watching Fury Road today, it is just like, like, as I said, it, it reminds me of a Zack Snyder movie where oh, there's a lot of oh, scenes that are just oh, out there just to no. be like on a poster, but what? everything that's quote unquote connecting it is just stupid or nonsense. You know, where it's different than or a Zack Snyder movie is, um, there, there's definitely some CG in it, but so much of that movie is practical and 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 the the shots are so like but that's not that's not what i'm talking about right it doesn't matter if it's practical or not i said it looks good to me it does i I am not saying no watching that in the theater like uh, i felt like i was anxious because i'm like oh my god people are actually doing this like like when they're going from car to car on those swinging magic things Mm -hmm. And I, 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 it looks like they're going, I don't know, 70 miles an hour. They're, they're, mm-hmm. they're probably only going like 20 or 30 but or less. But, uh, oh, man, like every time I watch it, I get anxiety. <laughs> but that's the thing. I 
am not. And I love that about it. But it, I'm not saying no. I think it looks good, whether it's practical or CG or not. I think it looks really good. And the technical aspect of I'm not seeing every movie, no matter how crappy a movie is, the fact that you've got a movie made is incredible, mm. right? And yeah, there is a lot of practical effects in it and, and stunts and stuff like that that look cool. But overall, story-wise, my experience with the film I don't like the movie because it doesn't actually do anything. It doesn't tell a story. There's no character progression. <sighs> Nothing really happens. Like it's just there's so much story built into the world building of it. And and Yeah, but and, you can build a world where nothing happens. Nothing well, happens. Like like you're not wrong. Like basically they drive away from uh, I can't remember what it's called. Uh yeah, wherever the stupid face guy is, yes. Yeah. Yeah, they go to find Furiosa's family. They're dead. They pick up the you know remnants of that tribe and drive back. But for for that two hours, it's like it's it, it's just amazing. <laughs> I I I see. Yeah, I, I can't articulate it. Why, why I like I, it so much? I found it boring. Yeah. Within so you watch first... you watch it today? I watched it today. Yeah, I think I watched. I was at a cottage in Blue Mountain and I watched it with some friends. Uh, we were late, and we had a great time watching it. <laughs> Yeah, I saw it in the theater. I had a big screen with all this the shit happening. Yeah. Sure. And I felt exactly the same way. I watched it on yeah. a big screen. I'm watching it on a small screen now. Sure. It, it just doesn't do anything because all of the action in it seems pointless. And also stuff like... I'm sorry, people lose their shit about that stupid car with the speakers and the guy with the guitar and the fucking shit. Oh, that is shit. A fucking amazing. It's fucking stupid. It's so it's awesome. so <laughs> fucking stupid. It makes me so angry. How can you hate playing guitar guy? What is the point of it? There's no point to it. It's like, I understand. He they, is directing. He is directing all the cars. It, he's it, not it, directing it, any it, cars. Yes, he is. Uh, he's like a drummer boy. In, in old timey wars, you know, telling them to make formation, and that is so, that is actually not what he's doing, isn't it? Because the religion that is created by the stupid, um, the Im- Immortan Joe, yep. whatever his name is, is based on Vikings. That's that's what they're talking about, yeah. right? Yeah. And one Let's of the things that Vikings used to do was make a lot of noise to scare their enemy. Oh, that's okay. what okay. that guy is doing. Well, then that's okay. Cool. <laughs> but what he is doing is stupid it is a waste of energy it is a nope. waste of time it is completely pointless um like it's uh, just it's just stupid. that was the biggest oscar snub of the year uh best actor for uh, <laughs> flame guitar guy <laughs> apparently that guy has like like his character has like a proper name somewhere but i don't remember which one it is oh but yeah, like I no, was they just, all have crazy names <laughs> yeah and it just like i see that guy and he's like jumping around on these like bungee things and like, like, oh, oh it's fantastic fuck? and then there's a scene where like um you see him sleeping but he's in like a he's sleeping on wires so he can get him like like bounce right back and play the guitar oh it's amazing <laughs> I, I fucking hate it his death is the saddest death in the movie it's the greatest death in the movie. What are you talking about? You're like, yay, it's over. No. Piss, piss me off. Well, we can agree so to much. disagree. Yeah. It's just like, because it's, again, in a dystopian world where people are dying, why is yeah. everything so fucking theatrical? Like, everything is theatrics. 
like even him like at the beginning when they're like putting on his like chest plates and oh stuff, that is so and you learned so much from that one scene about like who important joe is yeah he's a diseased gross old man yeah i yeah. know and 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 he he really can't function without the support you, of his he's darth vader you get it right <laughs> He he is. He, he's he Australian post apocalyptic Darth Vader. Darth Vader. That's exactly because he gets <laughs> yeah. put in his little suit. He has to have a breathing apparatus that he's breathing through. Yeah. The whole thing. He just doesn't have little LED lights on his chest. Like that's it. He's Darth <laughs> Vader. Yeah. Yeah. Well, he, I, he's he's also a better father. Like he he looks after his sons. Uh, he is he's like raping little girls in the background? Sure. Yeah. Let's go with it. Mm-hmm. Whoa. Whoa. <laughs> Oh yeah. Oh, he's yeah. he's the bad guy in the movie. He's the bad guy in the movie. No, but I was talking about his son. Um, um he's like, I could have had a little brother. <laughs> and, and I think the I think the the guy who has the uh, periscope back at mm-hmm. home base, I think is also the he's the son as well. Yeah. Yeah. So he, he seems like a good father. <laughs> oh God, I Unlike rolled my eyes so hard just now, guys. Sorry, uh, my face hurts because I rolled them so hard. I'm trying to, uh, yeah, I don't know why I'm trying to uh, uh, humanize more than Joe. I don't know either. No. I don't know. Um, yeah, I just, I understand the world building. I know what you're pointing out, but the overall story is pointless and it makes me feel like I've wasted my time. That's all it does. And the other problem is, is like, I know you want to see car chases and explosions, yep. but because there's no breaks between the car chases and explosions, I get bored oh. because you can't have, you can't have a two hour car chase. Yes, you can. <laughs> no, before it yes. to be interesting. Fury no. Road proved it. <laughs> oh my God. It was oh, such a waste of and, and, time. And it's not, it's not the same car chase. Like there's different stages um that there are definitely pauses like like it is not literally a two-hour car chase probably an hour if you add it all up i don't i honestly don't care i just hate it i just hate it it is just it's a waste of time and energy i am glad you watched it again though i did i I gave it another shot she did yep 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 i I, I tried i appreciate it about you tracy you (laughs) you didn't even have to watch it and you did I am one of those, I, like I said before, I will watch something just to bitch about it, but I won't bitch about it unless I watch it. So yeah. I did it. So I get to bitch. Like, um, I'm probably going to watch Morbius when it comes out because I think it's going to be really bad and I want to complain about it and, and make Morbius fun of it. Morbius has been out for months. What are you oh, talking oh, about? Oh, I'm not paying for it. I'll wait till it comes on some streaming. I mean, I also want to watch that with people while we're drinking. <laughs> yeah, I know. I, I kind of want to watch it too so I can properly pitch it. Yeah, but, but wait, 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 wait. Save that one for me if you can. So we can just... It looks so bad. And Jared Leto is such a weirdo with his sex cult and... Ugh, he needs to go away. Uh, I don't I don't understand what happened to him, but yeah. It's, yeah, I don't either. I miss Jordan Catalano so much. <laughs> God. Uh, that's what fame does to you. Yeah, apparently. <laughs> I don't know, but uh, but yeah. Anyways, I, I don't like Fury Road. Yeah, I don't like I don't like um, Beyond Thunderdome. Also, they spend no time in Thunderdome. I've realized, like, it, I yeah, it, there's no maybe time ten, in. maybe ten minutes, fifteen minutes. Yeah, that's about it. Yeah, and like the movie's named it, and 
All like, of the advertising is about Thunderdome. I, I wish I wasn't so busy. Like I was busy with work this week. I, I wanted to like like at, like I should have looked up this movie because there must have been production issues or something. This is a it's a very strange, ill-fitting movie. I to be honest, I actually think it to me it has the same feel as Fury Road. Wait, oh. before I stop, stop, stop. Oh. I have I have the exact same reaction to it where yeah. I was just bored the whole time and be like, can we get on with this? It's that's just how I felt the whole time. Well, like I I really think the two director thing might be a, a red flag. Mm-hmm. And like I, I anyways, I'll look up it later. Maybe and- it was one of those things where like one director was like like uh comes in and there's like they had to bring something on to like fix it, quote unquote, or or whatever. You know? <sighs> But you can't fix George Miller. He's a genius. <laughs> uh, the man made babe. I'm just. Oh, okay. I'm, okay. This is, this is what I think we should do. We should have a, a road warrior night and babe night. <laughs> oh, I, there will be drinks and libations. I, I swear. <laughs> okay. A lot of drinks, please. Yes. A lot. Okay. You're going to love babe. Oh, you know what? I, I would think of the four. Mad Max movies, you would probably like World Warrior the most. I, it actually, I'm it actually has ninety-five percent sure I have seen all of the Mad Max movies. If if story is your issue, and with uh, Fury Road, uh, there's more of a story, I guess. And like, it's uh, I wouldn't say there's character proge- progression, but mm-hmm. well, maybe a tiny bit. Yeah, I think you actually might enjoy World Warrior. I just, I just think everything in the movie is pointless, and it makes me not care about anything. And I understand your world building thing because I agree with you. There's lots of world building in there, oh, like, like it's like, one of the best examples I've ever seen of it. Like even like, like I, I said, like their the religion this guy build up is built based on like Vikings and them wanting to Valhalla and all that kind of stuff, yeah. and and the stuff that they do. I I picked up on all of that stuff. Like I understand the world building there. And like that city, people are sick and dying. There's disease filled and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, what are they called? Half Life Boys or something? Um, something like that. Yeah. Yeah. And stealing people's children and and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. And uh, also making his own army by stealing the quote unquote young girls and you know having mm-hmm. his way with them. The young pretty ones. Yeah. Fine. Okay. Like I understand the world. I get the world building. I know what's happening. Yeah. I just don't care. Okay. Fair That's enough. It. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we'll never agree on this, but we will fight. We will fight this to the day we die, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> or one of us dies. <laughs> yeah, you'll still be like, you know what? It was the best movie ever. Ugh. <laughs> you back now. I hope that's my last line. <laughs> and, well, I don't know why you're in my deathbed, but <laughs> <laughs> or or you'd be like, tell or, Tracy. Did you murder me, Tracy? Wait, did you murder me? And that's why I'm saying that. <laughs> there's a, there's a good chance she's like, it was worth it because it's amazing. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> Uh, Uh, yeah anyways um any last thoughts about these two movies um quickly um i i have read this was a nightmare for the actors because there wasn't really a script for which one uh uh, fury road Um, okay yeah sorry we're supposed to talk about the other two movies um but uh (laughs) um uh, I heard Tom Hardy and Charlie Theron did not get along, and also they had no idea what was going on because most they of said- it was in was in George Miller's head, yeah. and 
they were there for months and they're like what the f- what the hell are we doing here like what is going on yeah. you know well, Tom uh, Hardy says like five words in the whole movie. Like it's yeah. There's a book about the making of Fury Road, and I mm-hmm. I kind of want to get it, read it. Yeah, yeah. It's not that George Miller was a dick. It's just that like he's an auteur and like kept a lot of it in his head and didn't explain to his actors what was going on. And yeah. Anyways, but, but also but, I think I think that confusion is part of the role they're supposed to play, right? I know, but these are people doing a job. Like you shouldn't. Uh, Mm-hmm. You know, it's like it's like when directors torture their actors. I'm like, or or oh no, that's act- just no, that's just cruelty. Or, or actors are um, method. I'm like, fuck off. Like, don't like not to bring up Jared Leto again, but he was giving like his co-stars rats and stuff. Or um, when he was playing Joker. Yeah, like 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 well, like what a douchebag thing to do. Like, yeah, you're, you're acting. You're not anyway. I. <laughs> It was, Method it was, acting really bothers me. I think me. it was like I think it was like Gary Oldman or something. Some one of those like really good actors that is amazing and everything was just like Method acting is for assholes. Is essentially exactly. what he said. Yeah, he's yeah. like that doesn't make any fucking sense. You get to the you get to set, you get into character, you do your part, yeah. and you're done. Like that's that's what you do. Yeah, it, it, he's so right. Yeah, like it's <sighs> yeah. If you have to do all of that to get into your character, you're not a good actor. You're just no. changing your personality and being that personality on screen. Those, those, yeah. those are different things. Yeah, apparently Jim Carrey was like that with the making of um, the Andy Kaufman movie. Oh, yes, I heard about that, yeah. And, and, and I, wa- I tried to watch the documentary about it, and it's like, no, you're, you're just being an asshole. Like, mm. I, it's like, no, I really had to get into Andy's head. Blah, 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 blah. Like, yeah, like, but you Andy tre- Kaufman a nice person and you never met him and you don't know anything about him and mm-hmm. and anyway so you treated your co-stars like dicks because of to, for a role I, was, I, I don't get it yeah but sorry final thoughts of like the actual two movies we're supposed to talk about <laughs> uh thank you for for uh having me watch lucky number 11 i i really really enjoyed that last night and uh not 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 that i'm not gonna thank you but it, it was nice to see um beyond thunderdome again because i've always kind of avoided it and I definitely haven't seen it in like at least twenty years. Yeah, agreed. Yeah. yeah. So now, now I can properly bitch about it again. <laughs> <laughs> I really forgot about the kids until like he got on the gulag. Is there a prison scene? Like, and then these kids show up. Like, oh no, I forgot about these little assholes. <laughs> I don't know the whole the whole like the whole scene where she's like doing the storytelling and for some reason she's like Ugh. she's got like the square on a stick so it looks like a tv screen it's what they think a tv is yeah Ugh. i was like come on really so and also the storytelling took way too long it was like 15 minutes yeah it's so and i was just like stop stop yeah. it no more yeah we will this end get to the car chase <laughs> oh what the car chase another 40 minutes away are you kidding me <laughs> <laughs> this is a mad max movie what i was fuck? so frustrated because i was like i it was two hours long and I kept checking how long yeah. there was to go. You're like, oh, it's only been 25 minutes. Okay. <laughs> oh, it's only been 30 minutes. It's been six hours. What are yeah. you talking about? It's, yeah. <laughs> it's a whole thing. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, like lucky number 11 is one of the reasons why I enjoy doing this podcast because I get to rewatch movies that I forget about or like yeah. I, you know like when you see stuff all the time but you're like oh it's there it's there and you just don't pick it up you know mm-hmm. and then you re-watch it finally and you're just like this is great why don't I watch this more often and yeah, yeah that's why I love doing this podcast like it's it just <laughs> makes me revisit like these great things that yeah. are like I have and it makes me 
enjoy them. I might have to do a podcast about like my books or something because make me read more. <laughs> but uh, but uh, but uh, yeah, I'm so, I, it should be uh, what I want on my shelf, like Demolition <laughs> Man or <laughs> pick like a hundred movies you don't own. Yeah. Oh, that's relatively easy that I would yeah. like to have. Yeah. And my last thought is Mad Max Beyond Thunderdome is one of the reasons I hate doing this podcast because uh, I rewatch things and I'm like, why do I have this? This is horrible. Oh, my God. Thanks, Tracy's mom. <laughs> I appreciate it. <laughs> I owe you one. <laughs> um it was she was in a, her heart was in a good place exactly that, that's how yeah <laughs> but also Not every present from her parents can be perfect exactly but also um this allows me to bitch about things properly so it's fine <laughs> again yes um but yeah so yeah go watch lucky number seven if you've never watched it you can Agreed. skip mad max yep beyond thunderdome and fury road it's fine nope 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 uh, nope, nope. <laughs> just one of those <laughs> And watch the Road Warrior. Oh yeah, okay. You're gonna make me watch at some point. Yes, I, know. I hope so. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Let's have a George Miller night. <laughs> they been, been Road Warrior. They People totally are be so confused. Be like, no, they're by the same director. <laughs> oh, and you have to watch Victor Frankenstein. Oh yes, yes. I, I did add that to my list. Um, yes. But now, but but like I said, if I recognize it, I'm turning it off because I. Oh, come on, I saw. I could, I could just be confusing with I Frankenstein. I think you're confusing with I Frankenstein. That movie, which I've definitely seen. Well, Sean, thank you so much for coming and joining me this evening. Good luck editing this. (laughs) Oh God, it's gonna take forever. Um, Well, that's it for this episode of Off My Shelf. Uh, Until next time, you can follow along on Instagram and Twitter at Oh My Shelf, or you can send an email to OhMyShelf at gmail.com. On the next episode, we'll be talking about Madagascar and Mean Girls. Hope you'll be here to listen.